0: If you want to join us here, you can bring up whatever is on your mind. And the number for you to do that, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian, Matt,
1: and Joa. As always,
0: again, you may bring up what you want. There's a lot in the news to talk about here tonight, including, um, uh, I guess, a Supreme Court decision. Regarding border patrol, and I guess they can just search your house if they want to. Now, apparently, if you're in the right places. Oh, really? Uh, that's that's what I've heard. I've not read the details on the on the case. I'll I'll try to learn a little bit more about it. It was something I found right right before the show, uh, but definitely caught my attention. Also, uh, speaking of the Supreme Court, uh, Matt, you had a story tonight about one of the uh, so-called justices, the men and women wearing robes. At the Supreme Court, I guess they were targeted allegedly by an assassin.
2: Yeah, so uh, Nicholas Rosky or Rosk R O S K E uh, had plans to go kill Brett Kavanaugh at his home in Maryland, and yeah, I know about this because I read it on the front page of the New York Times. And when I say front page of the New York Times, I mean here's what the front page of the New York Times says in a. Tiny little spot about one inch by one inch. Arrest near home of justice. Officials said an armed man who went to Maryland with plans to kill Justice Brett M. Kavanaugh has been charged with attempted murder. You hmm. would think that when some whack job goes to murder someone as high level and important as a Supreme Court justice, that it would make bigger news on the cover of the New York Times. But it just got a little a blurb. Little blurb. And it tells you to go back into the, you know, twentieth page. Of section really? A. Yeah, they put it on the, the full stories on the 20th page of section A of the New York Times. Well, guess what? It turns out the wacko wing nut killer who was going to kill Supreme Court justice was a left winger.
1: Oh, go cool figure. Yeah, so that's, well, that's not,
2: why it got buried. We, we want to bury that news as hard yeah. as we can. Well,
0: just like the Buffalo shooter is a left wing authoritarian, and, and they didn't mention it, that.
2: It's so often, and you know, we get it. The the newspapers are extremely left slanted. Everything's left slanted. But when it comes to like people of your uh, shared political belief are going out to murder government,
1: doesn't employees. matter who, who really.
2: It <laughs> doesn't. It seem like yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter who really it just seems like you know you should run the story and run it honestly so
1: what, was he very public about doing this
2: I, I well the fbi says he flew under their radar which would be a oh, first yeah. you know it's like you mean they're behind these it, guys you know
1: you mean they weren't tipped off cuz they, they don't really do a good job yeah no they <laughs>
2: they're, they're awful at what they do unless you know if you're talking about the horrible things that they do like the uh what was did you see the story about the uh, the pizza guy who was terribly depressed and you know it, you know suicidal whatever and they, they kept he had a a, a cat fit, uh, what do you call it a catfish as cat, a catfish okay they're trying to catfish him uh some lady fbi agent was trying to get him to go kill people and he kept saying no 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 i'm not gonna go kill anybody right they were and trying
0: that, to take advantage uh i saw this story as well they're trying to take advantage of a guy in a serious mental problem in yeah, a bad, bad state
2: distress and, and he
1: refused, right? refused to do
2: it. And then, so, what did so they cook up? They arrested him on a gun charge.
1: Oh, geez. Uh, they're always going to find something. So, I because guess. he wouldn't go along with what they wanted him to do, they trumped something up against him. And, mind well,
2: you, what they wanted to do was go kill
1: people. Right. Yeah, but you guys hear about when the FBI raided uh, you know, several businesses and a home and you know, took their I heard about crypto and, yeah, yeah, and all kinds right. of other stuff. You know all about that, oh, right? I do, yeah. Crypto Six. The Crypto Six. Yeah, the the six. yeah <laughs> that was ridiculous. I can't believe they did that. And they're
0: still prosecuting uh, myself and Aria, unfortunately, and uh, we're now facing dozens of charges.
2: It's unfortunate. With no victims. Nope. And they will continue oh, to... Oh, no, 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 no. They're they saying the
0: banks. Oh, the They're banks, saying the, the banks. banks. Wait, wait. How much
1: you owe them? the victims. Uh, they haven't identified any amount. Uh, so, yeah. zero dollars. That's right, yeah. Oh, man. You guys are criminals. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs>
0: Ten-year minimum sentence on just one oh, of the charges. My God. Yeah.
2: Battle-hardened yeah. terrorists, these. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, okay, tell me more about this guy. I mean, what do you, do you know about anything about well, this person?
2: I, I think the most important part of the story isn't the guy. I think the most important okay. part of the story is that the news is not to be, you shouldn't even bother reading it at this point. Like, what is in it that is worth knowing? Oh, it's, well, straight it's, propaganda. It's straight propaganda. Sure. Like, uh, you know, WMUR tells me the weather every morning and I question it.
3: <laughs> you know, right, like, yeah.
2: are they lying? Is this a lie? Is it really going to be 81 degrees today? Are mm-hmm. they, you know, nothing about it can be trusted. And that's even our, our like, little home regional area, you know, uh, the, cent- uh, not the Sentinel, what's the one out of uh, Manchester, the, uh, the uh, union, union leader. leader, the union leader, you read it and it's just, I don't know where they're getting their no- their stories filtered to them from but it's just straight propaganda even on the little level absolutely and 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 i can't believe anybody takes any of their any of their personal information from it by which they guide their their uh their personal belief set
0: well uh jeremy kaufman who is the uh, free state project board of directors member and the founder of both library and was involved i think in odyssey to some extent as well the video sharing services online. Uh, he filed, I guess, today up in Concord, along with Carlin Borschenko for the Libertarian Party's U.S. Senate and gubernatorial races, uh, the two of them. and uh, he's, Fantastic. You know, the, he's realistically not going to get any attention whatsoever on behalf of the mainstream media. One of his campaign advisors has been trying to reach out to, you mentioned WMUR, for listeners that don't know, that's basically the one TV station that New Hampshire has. Uh, you know, most places are used to having more than one. We get right, one. We get one. Um, and We're just little. Yeah, so they won't return phone calls. Maybe we should they should like all return a, emails.
1: We should all just call in to WMUR. We should, yeah, you, you can get, try we that. We should
2: get the listeners to call in to WMUR. Yeah. How many people are mm. listening that have telephones and can call WMUR in New Hampshire and say, hey, we want to hear more about Jeremy Kaufman, the libertarian, blah, 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 and Carlyn Borsenko. We well, yeah. got
1: like a public tip line. That's how we do it. I presume they do.
0: Yeah, yeah most most TV uh, news stations yeah. do. But phone you know, floods the, have worked in the past. The fix is in. You know, oh, the fix is, is in all the time. Always been the case, and it's one of the reasons why you know when uh, when you and I filed for office, Matt, and as I know you have done uh, within the last day, and I did last week, uh, we filed as Republicans because now I know I'm not going to get any attention because I'm running in a Republican primary against another uh, Republican, and everybody knows
2: I'm a Libertarian.
0: But you got some
2: attention last time around because you I made it through the, the primary. I beat the one guy who uh, always, who always runs Republican. He's got a. He's actually got a name for himself. His name's Jerry Sickles, right? Doesn't Jerry Sickles? I thought run you on? both ended up on the ballot. Uh, did we? I don't know. I came. You beat with him, more, I think, in the votes. Yeah, I came. I came in yeah. with more votes than he had. Yeah.
0: So. But you, meet, you got through the primary, and so you actually got some some news media attention mm-hmm. because you had an R next to your name. That's right. And so like that's a, what makes the like, difference. Is that like a pirate thing? Arr. There is such a thing as the pirate party. Oh, really? Uh, they don't exist in New Hampshire that I'm aware of, but it is a thing. It was founded mm. in um, I don't know if it was the Netherlands, somewhere in Europe, out of Sweden or something like that. Uh, they basically uh, stand for intellectual pro- the end of intellectual property. That's kind of their main thing, and they take some
1: pretty anarchist. Oh, these were positions. the this was the Pirate Bay people, right? Well, I don't. I know wanna, if to. Oh, I don't want to like directly associate them for a second. I don't
0: but. know if they. Per se were invol- involved in the founding of it. The guy right. who was the most well known is a guy named Rick Falkvinge. Um, how did you say that? I know. I mean, don't don't I met say him, it again. I've just... met him in real life, so I oh. know I know how to s- uh, pronounce his name. But uh, he uh, he was at uh, Anarcho Polco a couple of years. And okay, good. You know, pretty pretty decent guy. Gotcha. But yeah, if you like uh, alternative parties you, and you you know you don't like the libertarians for whatever reason, the pirate party's a thing.
2: You know, in New York, I, I'm from New York originally, and there are like a dozen political parties and the, 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 the sure. ballots are flooded you can get but here in new hampshire we have d or r
1: like back yeah. in rhode island there was this this guy um he was really fed up with like Pawtucket, rhode island specifically and he started his own party called sick of scandals so <laughs> nice <laughs> it was great is it still going uh i don't know if he ran again but that it's was hard you it's could hard just to... name your party anything yeah. i you know
0: it, it can you actually get on the ballot though? yes it says
1: sick of scandals wow. next your name well that's pretty decent if if you want that sort of thing.
0: Because it is difficult uh, to get third parties on the ballot in a lot of places. Anyway, if you want to comment, you're welcome to join us here. Somebody in the chat room pointing out that the, the U.S. House has passed a gun control bill. And I did see some of the uh, the details on that. It looks pretty ugly. Have you been following that at all, Matt? A little bit. All right. We can talk about that coming up, too. The number is 603-283-6160 because uh, I imagine it's going to pass the Senate and that's not going to be good for gun owners in the united states will it actually encourage them to secede that's the ultimate question you can join us here and bring up what you want on free talk live It is Free Talk Live. You can join us here, the number 603 283 6160. Coming up, the details on the gun control legislation package that they're working on in D.C. Maybe it won't make it through the Senate. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about that coming up here with you in the studio tonight. You've got Ian,
2: Matt,
1: and Joa.
0: Uh, Phones are open, as always, and if you really want liberty in your lifetime, our co-host Mark, who should be rejoining us here in the next couple days for... Uh, A few weeks. He's coming back to New Hampshire for a bit. Nice. He's going to be speaking. uh, That's before he goes on a tour. He's going to uh, Vegas for Freedom Fest. We can tell you about that a little bit later on. But also the Free Cities Foundation is having their annual conference called Liberty in Our Lifetime in Prague from October 21st through the 23rd. They'll be showcasing autonomous cities and intentional communities that are springing up around the world, offering opportunities for settlers to live freer lives. The conference theme is Parallel Structures for Progress, and they'll explore physical developments and parallel structures emerging in education and finance that offer alternatives for people looking for better ways to learn, educate their children, and invest in the future. Free Private Cities is offering Free Talk Live listeners a 20% discount on tickets, which you can get by using code FTLT. 20 at the checkout go to lifetime Liberty.com use code FTL 20 and go to Prague from October 21st through the 23rd if you want to follow the conference on Twitter their handle is at Liberty IOL as in Liberty in our lifetime and you can get your tickets early to get the early bird discount plus the 20% off with code FTL 20 at lifetime Liberty.com so we're gonna go back to or to your phone calls and thoughts here to uh, kick things off on the phones. We got Renee calling us from Louisiana. Renee, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Sorry, Renee, uh, we got you now. Go ahead. Yeah, we got you.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna keep it uh, radio friendly, but I got, I'm curious because is in one of my coworkers, I met lots of people. How come is it that like in LBGT com- T community? When a man aspires to be a woman, they try to be as beautiful as possible, friendly, sexy, and nice. And they're nice to women that they're trying to, They, you know, they want to be. Yet, on the other side, if a woman aspires to be a man, sometimes they're nice people, but sometimes they're like full of toxic masculinity, like in any dress, bad, like they have man-hate. What's okay. this disparity?
0: Let me see if I'm following what you're asking here. You're asking when a, a woman, somebody born biologically as a woman, is transitioning to become a
4: man... No, 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 you, no. no? I, I mean, sometimes, sometimes, but they're biologically a man, biologically. but they sometimes get operations like Bruce Jenner, and... You know, he tries to look pretty, or RuPaul looks like a very good-looking woman. I think he's just dressed. Yet on the other aisle, sometimes when the wom- the woman wants to be a man, instead of being friendly to men or trying to be a handsome, good-looking man, they dress bad, and they actually are toxic. And confrontational with men.
0: Okay, I thought like I. They to be be- I feel like I was understanding what you were saying. You're talking about someone who's a biological woman trying to then transition to be a man. You're saying you don't like how some of them behave?
4: Uh, I mean, I no, it's a disparity. Like the one that tries to be the woman does the best job they can, they're friendly to women. Yet the one that wants to be a man sometimes they're nice to men you know i gotta
0: say i've yeah. never met one i've 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 met some people who are biologically male them. who are transitioning to female uh, aria demetso for instance is uh, i was gonna
2: say you know was on our show my co-host here ian speaking uh he actually has a pet tranny and uh you should talking about aria <laughs> yeah and um aria would be a really good person to ask that question because if anybody's more she's steep, probably met somebody, the, uh, yeah, you know, probably she's, she's probably deeper to that community well, than we are. Well,
4: co- might I might have switched to gun control, Danny? If I don't have the right, sure, but
0: Joe, I mean, have you ever encountered a, a female transitioning to a male? And you know, if it, I did, I wouldn't have known, uh, uh
3: and uh, but yeah, maybe you would, I, maybe I met, you wouldn't.
4: I met some, I met some didn't have the money. I have co workers like that, some of them are nice people, and some of them. Have this toxic masculinity. Maybe they I'll feel like
0: that's people. what they got to do to prove themselves, right? right like They yeah, want to be a man, they, so they feel like that's how they act like a man. They pressure
1: themselves it, to be like that masculinity, it, and they it let's get it to their head. To is, is that what you're to a saying?
4: Man. What's that, Renee? It's even as that's the toxic. Ma- that's real toxic masculinity. It's toxic masculinity that even men don't like from another man. That's the kind of stuff you have fights over.
1: Well, they can't really fully relate. Sometimes I'm, i am don't. I'm just trying to play the little devil advocate there. I'm not really sure. I've never experienced well,
4: the cat, that. The catcalling, the bullying. I mean, there's some. Some are very nice people, but sometimes they come out with the the bullying. Like, what a bad man would do. What a what a Do you? Man I mean, be. how many of these have you met? Uh let's see. Uh one, two, wow. three. Four, they seem uh, so
0: uncommon are they really five, common down in louisiana because like i don't know maybe they're just I, I that so. well dis-
4: i mean I, i've worked with some i had confrontational confrontation huh. with some i mean one co-worker i'm in the hot sauce plant and she told uh, he she told me something like you'd say in prison and then when i got derogatory with her she cried wolf and said and said to the woman supervisor, I'm not talking to her like a lady, but you're not talking like a lady. You're talking like the other guy in prison with me with wow. the dirty remarks you use. And this is at the hot sauce plant? <laughs> yeah, different places. I, I worked at a hot sauce plant, <laughs> now awesome. I'm driving a trash truck. What did you want to say about shot. gun control? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, gun control. Guns are very useful. I mean, it, it counts on the people, you know. The the left, I mean, I know you're libertarian, but the left, the bad part about... I just don't like the left. The right's mm. pretty bad, too, but I don't like sure. the left. They want to control guns, but the proof is in the pudding. They want to control fossil fuel because we're hurting the planet. Next thing you know, they're going to control... Texting. We won't be able to have our phones like little kids because we wreck with them and we text. Oh no, they no! They love have people, people having phones. It's a way to control enough.
0: people. They they think that uh, you know the phones are basically an adult pacifier, and
2: they're very very oh, useful absolutely. to the state. And but They can also hack into them and watch what you're saying and things like that. They that love too. for people to have phones.
0: Thank you, Renee, for the call tonight. I do appreciate hearing from you. Uh, yeah, and they can. Of course, they can monitor where you are at all times Mm -hmm. because they can basically
1: control a lot of decisions because a lot of people are, you know, I don't know, how do I put it short minded like they uh, short attention spans. Mm -hmm. So that way, like if they can get their their phone to distract them on something, maybe they wouldn't go on down that rabbit hole or uh, just for instance, not so much conspiracy, but like literally they they try to get us distracted into our into their routines so that they can market us.
0: If you want to weigh in here, you can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. Uh, he did mention gun control. That, of course, is heavy in the news. You had uh, Matthew McConaughey showing up at the White House this week. Awfully coincidental that he happened to be born in Uvalde, Texas. I know.
2: What's up with that? Well, that I wonder strange. what the conspiracy theory world says about that.
0: It seems pretty obvious, right? Like the, I think the conspiracy would be that... The guy who did the shooting was, you know, mind-controlled or whatever by the federal government into doing it, and specifically in Ebaldi. Easy to believe. Because Matthew McConaughey is...
1: He, he was he, he was kind of like the Johnny Depp on the stand recently. McConaughey? Yeah, he seemed kind of wacky. He's definitely crazy. I mean, he
0: wants to control you, and he's a psychopath. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Talk Live. Phones are open here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Matt and Joa. Of course, you can bring up anything you want. Uh, Coming up here tonight, Joey, you wanted to talk about a guy named Ryan
1: Kelly. Yes. Who is that? So he, um, he was running for governor, gubernatorial candidate in... It was in Michigan here, I think. Yes, in Michigan. And he got arrested? And he was arrested by the FBI on Thursday, so it's a day, and charged with several misdemeanors over his alleged participation in the pro-Trump protest, Capitol Hill, January 6th. Mm-hmm. You wow. know how it goes. You know, they're taking them all down, you know? Um, uh, which this came after, uh, hours after, or sorry, hours before the Democrats kicked off a congressional hearing into the protest. So they must have, you know, found out new information during all this. And, you know, probably one of the lefty congressmen was like, here, FBI, might want to know this. Hmm. Uh, Or something to that nature. Um, What I think, uh, what I heard is Kelly was claiming that it was from another protest they're trying to arrest them on, but that's not true. Convenient
0: timing, right? After, you know, files to run for office, they snatch him up.
1: Yeah, they got him for trespassing, disorderly conduct, physical violence, and wow. destruction of US property during a during the pro-trump protest um, yes is, is there a, what else do we need to know about this guy I mean I, I what I I wanted to talk about it because you know they're starting to take out political candidates mm-hmm. now sure. it's like that's dangerous you know especially someone that's so influential and you know they're they're creating new political prisoners for people yeah uh, for, for for party politics or just you know the po- the political agenda in general. It's like you have an opinion, you might get arrested for it now. So that's scary. I mean, that, it's that's been around
0: to some extent. Um, maybe it's getting worse now than I, it's, it's a,
1: ever been. He's a governor. He's a candidate for governor. Like he's a. He was a head running uh, for the GOP in Michigan for that position. That that's mm-hmm. huge. I, I like you do. You start doing this across the country. You're going to outrage so many people. This probably turned a lot of people. I hope it did. People. I hope it did. I hope that people are uh, so upset that they're sick
0: and tired of the federal government and they're ready to say goodbye because I mean there's no turning this around.
2: No. No, there never was any turning this there's around. There's no voting
0: your way out of this. Nope. No.
2: No, and there's no incrementalism. It's not there's not gonna be a slow creep back to whatever you thought was before. It's always gonna be a downhill slide. This is the collapse.
0: You think so? This yeah. is fin- the finally the end of the empire? Are we there?
2: It's a big empire. Mm-hmm. It might take some time. I don't know the exact end. I think the term end is kind of a subjective. Uh, well, how idea. will we know? How, how will we know that the
0: end has happened? When well, ask me, it's already
1: done. It's a personal, like, you know, sort of battle to believe it or not. And if you you remember going back uh, when gas was $3 a gallon, oh, yeah. You, you were saying to yourself, oh, my God, you know, things are it was hitting last the fan. And, and then, you know, like, it's never going to stop. Well, it's not stopping. Would you, are you going to believe it now? Because now it's $5 a gallon. Yeah. I Just think, about.
2: I think you could you could really put a pin in the end of America as it was, as we all, you know, as a classical liberal, as a constitutionalist maybe might think of America as. It's probably over with uh, the Act of 1871, you know, Reconstruction and all those times right after the, the Civil War was fought. United States yeah. was kind of ended, and they reconstructed into something that really didn't. Okay, look but what like. about this America? When is this one going to be ended?
1: They're gonna they're gonna slow kill it as long as they can.
0: Sure, they're gonna print out trillions of dollars, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're gonna milk as much value yeah. out of the people's savings as they possibly can. That's mm-hmm. what they're in the process of doing mm-hmm. right yeah. now. Uh-huh. But when will we know? That it is finally
2: crumbled, that it is over.
0: Maybe and it's I when... It's, I you're... think it's
2: an individual decision. I mean, mm-hmm. I think everybody's going to have a different opinion on that. Yeah. You know, unless, like I said, as far as I'm concerned, it's already done. It's it's done. It's over with.
1: You know, it's like you hear from so many people. You go out, you go out in the public and they go, oh, this dollar's worth a lot less now. And like, yeah, yeah, and it's... You know that everyone knows. Everyone knows that but the dollar is worthless. Given, that's true, but they haven't given
0: up on the government yet. They still. I mean, remember it was just yeah. it was just four yeah. months ago or five months ago that we had the New Hampshire Independence hearings here in New Hampshire, and the state house voted only thirteen out of four hundred uh, state reps voted to not even just table the bill, let alone they didn't even vote on the bill. They just voted, hey, don't put it on the table, and the right. rest of them three hundred eighty something or whatever. Voted or three sixty or something like that. Because not all of them were there that day. Voted to table the thing. They didn't want to talk about it.
3: Right.
1: Well, like you could you could put this applies to pretty much anything. Like well, the leftists, right? They're anti-gun. No, they're not. They're very much pro-gun in their hands. But yeah, well, not just they don't really want in their hands. They want the government agents. But they want the government agents to have them to you know enforce it. So they're not anti-gun. They're very much pro-gun and pro mist. Like you know, I call it a. Because, you know, these cops get away with it all the time of, you know, killing people, especially if they're going to start doing gun raids. You know, Mm -hmm. these people are not going to give up their guns. They're going to be shooting back. I'm not encouraging, you know, violence. But, like, life, liberty, and property, you you start taking these things from people, you'd be stupid enough to be a cop at this point.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. I wouldn't want to be a cop right now. It's getting harder and harder to find uh, new recruits. I'm sure I've heard that, too, and I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. And I've thought... You know in the past, from my experience that cops fairly psychopathic type people on a personal basis oh absolutely you know, um they're they're I mean you're talking about a forty percent spousal abuse rate right so mm-hmm. these are these are probably not people with their heads screwed on right in the first place and to you know I don't think they're very valuable people in our society
1: they they definitely don't know the their oath of the Constitution they don't know the you know the to firm. say the very least they they barely know what the First Amendment, go, like, oh, free speech. No, it's, there's five things to the First Amendment, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of the petition, freedom to, uh, freedom of speech, uh, and, uh, freedom of right press, to redress. right to redress grievances, yep. freedom of press. And, you know, they, they don't, they don't care. They only know like, oh yeah, freedom of speech. I heard that before, you know, <laughs> it's like, no. And then like, you know, the, they barely know the Fourth Amendment at this point. Because you know the Supreme Court has ruled that they can touch you and frisk you and search you because of you know suspicion. You know they they don't they don't care. They, their morals are out the window. They're getting their paycheck. That's all they care about. That's right. You know?
0: uh, speaking of the Supreme Court, in a six to three decision, according to the New York Times, they have made it harder to sue federal officials for money in cases accusing them of violating the Constitution. Ah, oh. as though it wasn't hard enough already. These bureaucrats have. Yeah various different so-called immunities and now according to adam Liptak at the times he says the owner of an inn on the canadian border who said he'd been assaulted by a border patrol agent may not sue the agent for violating the constitution by using excessive force ruled the supreme court in a six to three vote along ideological lines stopped just short of overturning or rather overruling a 1971 precedent which was bivens versus six unknown named agents That allowed federal courts rather than Congress to authorize at least some kinds of lawsuits seeking money from federal officials accused of violating constitutional rights. But the basic message of Wednesday's decision in Egbert versus Boole was that only Congress can authorize such suits. So you can't just sue the government bureaucrats at the federal level without Congress saying it's okay. You yeah, good luck trying up. to
1: get a lot of yeah. lawsuits to
0: get fun of Congress. Happen. Yeah, right. The case was brought by Robert Boole, the owner of a bed and breakfast in Blaine, Washington. He called the Smuggler's Inn. That's a pretty cool name for Great. Uh, bed and breakfast. Sounds like fun go. Mr. Boole said he had served as a uh, confidential informant for the federal government. No, oh, that's not cool. Loser. Uh, helping agents find and apprehend people crossing the border illegally. March 2014, he told Eric Egbert, a Border Patrol agent, that a Turkish citizen was scheduled to arrive at the inn. When the guest car reached the inn, Egbert entered Bull's property without a warrant. Bull said he told the agent to leave, only to be thrown against a vehicle and then to the ground. Mr. Egbert inspected the guest's paperwork and found it to be an order. That night, the guest unlawfully entered Canada. Bull sued the agent, saying he'd violated the Fourth Amendment by using excessive force and the First Amendment by contacting the IRS and prompting an audit of Bull's tax returns. A federal trial judge dismissed the case, saying the Bibbons decision did not allow the sorts of claims that Bull had pressed. And the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Ninth Circuit reversed that dismissal, allowing him to move forward. But now the federal Supreme Court has reversed the reversal and upheld the lower court's decision that, no, this guy cannot sue uh, the federal government for their Whoa. corrupt agents. Sovereign citizens. There's more coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're in the middle of a story right now. Of course, you can bring up anything you want. This story is about a man who ran a bed and breakfast uh, over on the Canadian border in Washington State. And his first mistake was being a snitch for the federal government. Rule one of talking to the police. Yeah, that just Don't. brings them it brings them into your life.
1: Yep. No matter and how good that McDonald's looks in front of you, don't eat it. <laughs> <That's and right. laughs>
0: he did, though. He did. And then he decided he wanted to actually stand up for his rights at one point when an agent with the Border Patrol decided that uh, he was just going to come around and search his property, entering his property without a warrant after the property owner, Mr. Robert Boole, told the man uh, to leave. He did not. He was then thrown against the vehicle. And to the ground, he uh, apparently then sued, this uh, property owner sued the agent, saying he violated the Fourth Amendment by using excessive force and the First Amendment by contacting the IRS, prompting an audit of Mr. Bull's tax returns. However, the Supreme Court has now ruled that he had no standing to bring that lawsuit. Shocker. Uh, We can tell you a little bit more about that, and your calls and thoughts are welcome. I do want to say thank you, by the way, to uh, Liberty. Terriette who is a Free Talk Live supporter. He's uh, helping us out with the amps program. Amps is Advertise Market Promote and Support. It's a way for you to help us uh, Libertarian doing diamond level which is way above what we ask for. We only ask 5 bucks a month. He's doing quite a bit more so thank you. Uh, Libertarian for helping us out with that. Amps you can go over to our Patreon to sign up for that with your favorite debit card, credit card or pay, uh, PayPal account over at amps.freetalklive.com. You get some cool benefits for doing so. And once again, thank you, Libertariat, over at amps.freetalklive.com. Let's go to the phones. To the fun. Sam is on the line in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live, Sam.
5: Yeah, I was just curious, you, Ian, and I'm not for sure who else is there with you, but how did you guys discover your purpose for activism as a libertarian, like before you decided to move to New Hampshire or
0: anything?
1: It's a good question. Sure. You
0: guys want to feel we got uh, Matt and Joe in, in the studio here. Yeah.
1: Why don't you go first, Joel? Okay. All right. Um, well, I started discovering Ron Paul. and um, In 2008? 2008. Okay. Well, it was 2007 or uh, late 2007. Then uh, I became a delegate for Ron Paul. Um, I saw Ron Paul in Rhode Island, and while waiting in line, uh, I ran into uh, Shem and Carla, and they introduced me ah. to the Free State Project. Nice. Those heroes. Then I got into Free Talk Live and listened to that for a while. And then finally made the move?
0: Yeah, that's how I did it. You were an activist though before you made the move. What was it yes, that spurred yeah. you? Was it Ron Paul that got you into becoming was yes, yeah, the that, activist that you are? Yeah,
1: that was the awakening process for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh and just started uh, you know, learning all the crazy conspiracies. <laughs> that was literally how I started. And then uh, then I you know, started a YouTube channel and became like an activist and you know, filming cops and that sort of thing and I always stuck to my principles, you know. Was there something in
0: particular that, you know, that you found from Ron Paul that led you to the whole
1: police accountability movement? Do you um, remember that connection? Well, I mean, I, uh, it's been expunged. <laughs> 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 so, uh, but no, I, uh, I got, uh, pulled over for a smoking little weed mm-hmm. and, uh, I was like, this is baloney. Like, why am I getting like shafted here? Like, no, no, no. There's something else wrong here, so I'm looking up like, you know, how to fight this and and how to win. And then I was like, yeah, no, it's really true. This is real. This is reality. And Them <laughs> then, screwing people. And, you mean? and I, I found Ron Paul in that process because oh, okay. he was, uh, you know, pro cannabis, and um, right. So I was like, well, this is what I'd rather support. That's how it all started. So it was really the police cracking down on you. And yeah, I, I think that's mm-hmm. really what made me start waking, waking, uh, the awakening process. You know. That's I, what started the searching, and then you found bit, yeah. And yeah. the rest
2: of it was written in the book of Joe history. That's true for a lot of people,
0: too. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, they have to feel
2: the state, you know, and bat- they have to really yeah, understand right. what you know, it to is. feel that hurt first. So, yeah. With me, I was just, uh, I was, you know, I've always had kind of a, a libertarian bent, you know, I didn't really know what that was, never even heard the word, um... I was a registered conservative in New York State. We have, you know. Is there a party called
3: the conservative? Yeah, party? I was
2: raised Republican, non Christian, or anything. No, we're not religious or anything like that, but mm-hmm. we're Republican. I believe in freedom, you know, America, the Constitution, so forth. And I got into a, the Republican side of New York and I realized these people aren't really like into freedom. So I said, hmm, next best thing must be conservatism, because that's closer to the right. Okay. So I went there and I was like, these people are just a bunch of religious wackos. <sighs> And I've always been interested in like conspiracy theory stuff and, you know, UFOs and Bigfoot and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I was on a website called uh, rents.com one day. And yep. rents.com is kind of an aggregator for all the weird stuff going on in the world at any given moment. And every once in a while, there's also a political article on rents.com. And this is probably mid 90s. And one of the things I found on rents.com was this guy, Lou Rockwell. Okay, and Lou Rockwell had been writing articles, and every time I opened one of those articles, I was like, "Man, this guy's awesome! Like he he thinks just like I do." This mm. Lou Rockwell dude, and then I saw him refer to himself as a civil libertarian once, and I'm okay. like, "Civil libertarian? That must be what I am too." Then, nice. and after that, I found uh, very shortly after that, I found Ron Paul. Of course, Ron Paul and Lou Rockwell very close friends. Right. Lou, Lou Rockwell's done a ton of work for Doctor Paul, and uh, the the the, what was it, I think 2001, the what if speech came out by Ron Paul. And I was just like, OK, this Ron oh, Paul guy powerful. is the man, the man. And uh, that was definitely the beginning of it for me. Uh, as far as New Hampshire goes, I uh, had lost my job and I had been sitting on a bunch of money that I had saved up. And I figured I'm just gonna take the rest of the summer off. I'm watching YouTube videos, just screwing off, burning time. And I found this video where these nutty people in New Hampshire we're going around a neighborhood, like this rundown <laughs> neighborhood in Nashua, and it was kind of a scary place. But they were all carrying sidearms, mm. and they were all picking up trash. Oh, and it was yeah. called Open Carry Trash Pickup with That's Dave Ridley. A, yeah, the Ridley other, Report. The Ridley yeah. Report, and I—I was watching tons of Ridley Report, and uh, I was like, "Man, these guys are." awesome these guys are freaking great that's such a good <laughs> idea you got these old people sticking their heads out the door saying oh my god those armed men what are they doing oh they're picking up the garbage on my yard that's thank you
1: yeah you know? if it wasn't for ron paul i would never have discovered dave ridley and mm, then i got back into dave ridley yeah yeah
2: yeah. Uh, dave ridley's the one that got me to uh, he's done a lot he has the he's the one that got me here. to to new hampshire for sure and uh, and Is what dave i didn't realize
0: makes Liberty Block.
2: Oh uh, no no no! That's uh, Alu Axelman.
1: Alu Axelman, different guy. Oh, also that's great. What I
5: was thinking of for a second.
1: Have you heard of uh, Bitcoin Gandhi? Uh, last year he walked in support of the Crypto Six uh, from Kenya. Amazing, to
2: amazing activism. Yeah, that's Dave incredible. Ridley. And he has the best. Dave Ridley. Perennially has the best activism. Yeah, just, I
0: mean, just year after year,
2: he just he's one of the busiest. He really consi-
0: is most consistent. Yep,
2: uh, he doesn't burn
0: out. He just keeps he does going. it He's
2: always done it, and he's a great guy. Yeah.
0: So you so it was Ridley Report. That's what Clued you in, yep. and then you ended up coming. I remember meeting you at the uh, the
2: nightcap back in like twenty eleven. <laughs> That's or right. It's the, or I rode my motorcycle up from New York yeah. just to check it out, and I actually got a. I was a. I met Pete Air. And from that's CopBlock.org. From CopBlock.org. And I actually was a f- I, I was like, what's up with this dude? Why does he have a picture of Henry Kissinger on his shirt and it says Enemy of the State? <laughs> yeah. And it was it was Murray Rothbard. Yeah. And I, like, I would come to know that that's Murray Rothbard. I know, <laughs> I end up, would end up reading a bunch of Rothbard. I was like, oh, okay, Enemy of the State, I get it. But I thought it was Henry Kissinger. But I didn't understand Peter at mm-hmm. first because he had Henry Kissinger on his How shirt. long was it um, after you, you visited two New years sure that you made the move. yeah book. i actually planned on 2015 uh it was 2011 i, I made a, a i set a goal for 2015 to make a move i ended up getting an opportunity in 2013 so i jumped on and i was two years early okay sweet yep and it's been a good almost decade now i can't believe it wow
0: so that answers uh their questions or your questions sam my story i'll try to keep short Um, I was uh, in Florida. I found the Harry Brown campaign for uh, president in the year 2000. He was the Libertarian Party's uh, campaign candidate for 1996 and 2000. And uh, his book, Why Government Doesn't Work, was instrumental for me. I mean, I was already... Somebody who didn't like to be told what to do, like from birth, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that just solidified everything for me and why government was so bad. Uh, really well-written book. In fact, he was a, a great author. He wrote uh, How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World, which a lot of people swear by. Uh, really great candidate, too. The, probably the last great candidate that the Libertarian Party sure. has had. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really haven't had a really good one since the uh, the year 2000. Mm-hmm. And he brought me into the party. I'm a, a Harry Brown libertarian. I got active in Florida and did a bunch of outreach and didn't get anywhere. I mean, I was reaching people, I was finding libertarians, but they couldn't be activated to do anything. Right. And so when I heard the idea of the Free State Project, I thought
1: this is a no brainer. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah, let's- I I came up for the uh, the recount back in was 2008, and uh, and learned more about the Free State Project that time when I came up and you know met Beverly Harris and the. Hacking democracy that you know remember that mm-hmm. and uh so yeah i i've been in, involved for like you know 12 to 14 years we'll bring sam
0: back and see what he has to okay, say about okay. all this here in moments three talk live
3: talk live
0: it's free talk live and you can join us here as we kick off the second hour of the program the number 603-283-6160 603-283-6160. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. And of course, you can bring up anything you want. That is the point of the program. We bring stuff to the table to discuss as well, and we get the chance. We'll talk more about the Border Patrol. And uh, now, apparently, you, you know, it's even harder than ever before to sue government bureaucrats who abuse you physically and violate your property rights. But... None of us should be surprised by the recent 6-3 Supreme Court decision in that way. But we actually have Sam on the line with us. Uh, he's calling from Ohio, and he's uh, a younger, liberty-minded person who has some questions. He'd asked us about, uh, basically, how was it we found purpose? What what was it kind of—what's the origin story, right? Like, how did you end up caring enough about freedom to where you were willing to do something about it? And, jo- and the
5: reason why I was—
3: Yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry.
5: And the reason why I was asking that is because I kind of feel like a lack of purpose after I lost my job during COVID. And I very clearly can tell that you obviously have a purpose in life towards your activism, towards liberty. And since I was thinking about that tonight, that's kind of what made me think to
0: ask.
2: Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, there's plenty of purpose to go around if that's what you're into, bud, because the work is uh, just getting started.
0: Yeah, it's not really work that pays real well. Generally, no, um, right. you know, activism but isn't I'm, something that can usually replace a job. There are some very, very few activists are able to actually survive off of their activism. I mean, you mentioned Dave Ridley, Joa. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy has always been a super frugal person. I mean, yeah. right now he doesn't even have a car.
1: Uh, so I believe that a third of his uh, diet on his hike there was maple leaves. So. just that he foraged, right? Yeah, unless yeah. people brought him food, yeah. basically.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, it is a bit of a hand-to-mouth existence. Uh, being, I tried to give him
2: tuna on his walk. Okay. I had these little tuna snack packets I take everywhere. I mean, he wouldn't take them because Gandhi wouldn't have eaten those. Really? Mm. He was he really was like, in the character. Yeah, well, yeah, he saw those tuna snack packets. I was like, that's tuna snack packets, Ridley, you want? And he's like, oh, yeah, so yeah, he's totally in character mm-hmm. with his Gandhi accent and stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. Gandhi wouldn't have eaten those. <laughs> I'm like,
1: oh, yeah, but but Ga- uh, Bitcoin Gandhi ate my tacos when I brought them. Oh, uh, did he? Yeah. Must have been really hungry. <laughs> <I'm starving. laughs> uh,
0: so I mean, but of course, most people aren't full time activists. It's not a sustainable um, activity generally. But they, you know, like Matt, you've got a full time job. Yeah. You do a thing. And, I have and, uh, a business. I have more than right. a
2: full time job. I'm constantly on duty. Yeah.
0: So, uh, but, but you I'm managed to-, to
5: get to the point. Oh, sorry.
0: Well, regardless, he does manage to do things. So you filed for office this week. You're I did run for I did. Uh, for state rep mm-hmm. here in the in the Keene area, which isn't. It sounds like it's a time consuming thing. You don't have to spend a whole lot of time
2: on yeah, it. Yeah, and, nice. and to the to the caller, you know, he sounds. You mentioned he's probably pretty young, dude. I I recommend if you want to have time to do things like run for office and be available for stuff like that, run your own business, be your own mm-hmm. hustle. Never don't let up on the hustle. Else, right. Don't have a don't have a job. Job. Start a business of some kind. Start to start several businesses mm. and start to concentrate on the one that's making you the most money. And you're starting to get on the right track at what, that point.
1: Well, um, I guess um, I did get into activism as a full time job. Uh, I didn't ask for it. I actually, someone asked me. Hey, do you mind filming this? And I was like, "Yeah." So I walked across the street and started filming. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I got a viral video, and that's how my YouTubing career started. Hmm. And I was able to do it full time for a while, and got paid more than full time jobs that I ever worked for. Nice. For a bit, that's the way to go. For a bit, very nice. But you know, that kind of wears you out. Activism wears you out. It a does.
0: Bit. It does. Uh, what else did you want to say about it, though, Sam? I guess I'm
5: just. Kind of trying to think about the fact of that, like it seems very depressing the state of the world is in, but you always manage to seem to be upbeat and happy about it, and like it's kind of the way I want to be, and so that's the reason why I was thinking about it.
1: You can do it, dude. Yeah, you can do that. When you're on the right side of things, that is that is enough motivation to keep you uh-huh.
2: going. Yeah, and don't don't let people get you down. Mm-hmm. Do not don't let circumstances get you down. You gotta be the shining star in the darkness, man. That is, you know, the 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 torch of liberty is a real thing. And you can have it, you can be it, you have to live it. And uh it's a good life. It's an honest life, man. That's good advice. Uh the you
0: get to control your reactions. You get to control your internal state. Mm-hmm. So no matter what's going on in the world, no matter how depressing uh it is no matter how awful how tyrannical uh it might be they can't ever control your thoughts and so you get to decide what those are if you want to be brought down if you want to feel depressed then there's plenty of things to be depressed about but if you you know you can see reasons to be positive you can see a bright future then hold on to that and uh and keep your focus in in the place where it feels the best mm-hmm Thanks, Sam, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Let's talk to Olivia. She's in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Olivia.
6: Hey, I have two topics tonight. I have okay. cops and UFOs. So Ooh, the cop- you called on the right <laughs> night. Oh, yeah. so excited <laughs> for this call. Um, the cop story I actually shared on social.freetalk.live, but uh, I wanted to give a Social few Social.freetalklive.com. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, I, a few blood-boiling Um details about the case. The title is Knoxville cop who was driving 90 miles per hour without lights or Siren would he kill driver who's quit. Um, so anybody wondering if the cops are your friends, just take this into consideration. Officer Cody Klingman was driving at 90 miles per hour without emergency lights or sirens when he plowed into a car and killed its driver Mauricio Luna, 27, and oh. his three-year-old Husky C.C. Wow. And um, he was placed on temporary administrative leave because uh, he's had multiple classified violations of department policy, which could lead to termination at the direction at the discretion of the chief. But he was never. Could.
1: Yeah, um, is still questioning it? Yeah, <laughs> it might.
6: Yeah, he, he was never pulled from active duty, and he was allowed to resign without being fired.
1: He belongs in prison.
6: The best part. He, he does. And here's the best part. The the district attorney's office, because uh, his family has obviously filed a lawsuit, the district attorney's office said that although Officer Klingman was traveling exceptionally fast and didn't have his lights or siren on, which is both against the law and department policy, mm. those two factors did not create a risk of such nature and degree that injury or death was likely or foreseeable. <laughs> uh, and the DA's office oh. also put the point. Well, blame we should be able to use that,
0: and- that in any speeding case that, uh, I like that we have right.
1: then. I'm going to use it.
6: They they also put the uh, blame on Luna, saying that uh, Mauricio Luna, who was T-boned at 81 miles an hour and killed instantly, uh, failed to yield and pull out direct and pulled out directly in Klingman's path. So that and he created the likely and foreseeable risk of death. Wow. So, yeah, just do we know
0: where he was stomach. T-boned? Was he at an intersection?
6: Uh, the the details are in there, I believe. So. Mm. Uh, but he didn't. They were coming so fast, evidently, and I think it might have been dark that he didn't see them.
2: Do lawyers have to be
1: such bad people? Huh, yeah, they always look for these little nuances to get off on these little. All things. the time.
0: Yeah, I, I like the part. I say uh, the, little. I'm sorry. The part that uh, you mentioned, Olivia, deserves a little bit more of a uh, focus here, and that is that they let him resign rather than firing him. That is one of those. You're in the club, kind of buddy-buddy things that they do for one another. The professional courtesy of, well, this looks pretty bad for you, uh, officer so-and-so. So we're gonna go ahead and let you resign, and that means that he gets to keep any kind of bonuses that yeah, might have right. accrued if right, he's right. about to get, uh, you know, retirement or something like that, or it so might he even gets to continue to rape the public. Yeah. And
1: retire, yeah.
0: And it, well, I mean, we don't know where he is in his in his career, but it, but it doesn't put a black mark on his record in the same way that firing would. So he could then easily get hired by another police right.
2: department. I'd like to know what kind of physical condition he's in, though. He hit he t boned somebody at ninety mm-hmm. miles an hour. I can't imagine that he walked away from the that either. Yeah, good point.
1: Hey, all I gotta well, say he's, is he's had, sorry, he's go
2: had ahead.
6: multiple class A violations too. This isn't the first. Yeah, he's a repeat offender. Dangerous. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Hey, hey, back the blue until it happens to you. Let's talk mm-hmm. about UFOs though.
6: You can't so just come on here and to... say
2: something about UFOs and then take, you know drag that out to the last second. We gotta we gotta have time to talk about that.
6: I wish it was something really exciting like a personal experience but um so I was watching it do you want me to hang on till after Yeah, break? I definitely
0: want to hear more about uh, <laughs> what you got there, Olivia. The number is 603-283-6160. We got our resident UFO expert in the studio here, Matt has That's been me. Very interested in uh, those things for quite a long time. The number is 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. And this is Free Talk Live. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight in the studio, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. And uh, Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. Ready to start learning about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash? Might be a good time to do it. Head over to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started. At the top of the page, you'll find some introductory videos there that you can watch at your leisure. At the very least, you should watch the first one. It'll take you, I think, all three minutes, and you get some really important basics down when it comes to the... Uh, there's some new ideas here in uh, the world of cryptocurrency, and you ought to learn those before you decide to, uh, to jump in with uh, with any money. Uh, Go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started at the top of the page. To do that, if you want to get the latest news headlines about crypto, they've got those over on their news site. That's news.bitcoin.com. We go to Olivia. You had something to say about UFOs. Go ahead, Olivia.
6: Well, now I've got two things because I didn't realize Matt was an enthusiast. But the first one was I was on YouTube and I kind of like to watch some UFO stuff every once in a while. And I came across this video called How Did Bob Lazar Get All This Right? By Strange File. And underneath the video, you know how they used to have those little COVID banners that said, here's a link to the CDC, you know, oh, yeah. so the misinformation. Well, under the video, it says context, Area 51, Encyclopedia Britannica. And it's got like a blurb from the Encyclopedia Britannica page on what Area 51 really is. Hmm. So I just thought now they're putting disclaimers on everything. I can wow. Have. God. <laughs> um, and the second part for Matt was um, actually like last month or a a couple of weeks ago, there was someone in the Free Talk Live YouTube chat who was calling themselves Valiant Thor, saying that they were from a testing ground in New Mexico. Now, I don't know if this is true, but that's kind of interesting. And they gave details of Valiant Thor's spaceship. That's allegedly, they said it was a true story. I don't know if it was a prankster or if it was a real deal, but that, I thought that was kind of neat. So wait, you know they were that saying is?
0: that the Valiant Thor is somebody who came here from afar and they, they landed a spaceship?
6: Yes, this is an old story from like the 1950s, 60s during the Eisenhower administration. Allegedly, there were some uh, Venusians who came here to help birth Avoid a nuclear war, and one of them was called Valiant Sword. There's a book called Stranger at the Pentagon. There's also another one called Outwitting Tomorrow. They're free on. Wasn't archive. this Org. the?
0: Uh, yeah, you called about this one book before, and it was supposedly god awful. Uh, we looked at some of the reviews, where apparently this <laughs> supposed Venusian was here just to talk about
2: Jesus Christ, and it was like, yeah, it yeah, doesn't really. know this seem story? Like I think I, I think I remember that story as well. Doesn't
1: really seem like something a real alien would be, uh, be pushing. Yeah, but like. For for a little doubt, there is that a lot of people think the Bible is you know they talk about these angels is actually aliens, so or may, demons maybe Jesus was an alien could yeah. be maybe Thanks, the, maybe the
2: ancients were
1: uh, maybe the
2: ancients were misinterpreting some things that they were seeing in the sky and yeah. describing mythologies to them or something. You know? This might be true. I know the UFOs are there. I mean, I've seen thirty at least thirty 30? three wow of my well eighteen of them were at once. Whoa. So subtract 18 from 33 and all the rest were singular one at a time mm. over the years. But
1: You know what looks like flying saucers, too? Mushrooms. Mm. And I think they're all eating mushrooms. You think so?
2: Yeah, what? I think Jesus was a mushroom. You think Jesus was a mushroom? Yes, he was born a it may have been. There, in a major. There's, the, the, uh, mm, there's right. the, the stoned ape theory, right, is uh, what started uh, civilization, started the, uh, the incremental intelligencing of the human monkey a long time ago. They started yeah. eating hallucinogenic mushrooms.
0: There's a whole yeah. book, uh, Bonnie and I read by Terence McKenna, all about yeah. that yep. and how that humans over time have been eating hallucinogenic mushrooms, and mm-hmm. that's what like led us to be able to speak to one another.
2: Yeah, the, the Pope dresses like an Amanita muscaria mushroom, Does he? and yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a Got lot a red of red white hat or something like ra- No, but we can find photos on huh. uh, Google or whatever if we search Pope slash mushroom or whatever. Well,
1: like reindeer, they they dig like. Feet uh, into the snow below Christmas trees, what we consider Christmas trees, to find mushrooms so they can trip. Yeah, the idea mm-hmm. of decorating a Christmas tree, I think, from what I understand,
2: was the uh, these Norse holy men would yeah. walk up into the mountains, and they'd find Amanita muscaria mushrooms, yep. and they would pick them, and they'd put them in the boughs of a tree to or, dry. And, or in socks, and they would hang them over their fireplace to dry you, them. They, oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. And then they'd have a festival of them, and everybody'd start eating uh, tripping mushrooms, and... So magical,
3: yeah, Christmas time. <laughs> it's so magical.
2: The funny thing is, the amandita muscarias aren't even hallucinogenic, right? They are actually mm-hmm. poisonous, poisonous, and it causes your brain to release a hallucinogen. Really? Ah, yeah, something like that. And that's where the the whole idea of the religions came from, huh. at least the Judeo-Christian ones.
0: If you want to weigh in, feel free. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. You can, of course, bring up whatever you want. We were talking earlier. About some people that do need to trip uh, the Supreme Court. They, <laughs> unfortunately, are really uh, stuck-up individuals, and they will do whatever it takes to protect their protectors, which, of course, the police, uh, because the police aren't here to protect you. They're here to protect the state, and they're here right. to protect the courts, and they're here to protect the legislatures, and they don't care about your rights. Sounds like a vicious cycle, doesn't it? Yep. And now they've done it again with a 6-3 to vote where they basically said that a uh, a Border Patrol agent was completely justified in attacking a man after illegally entering his property without a warrant. And the man who owned the bed and breakfast in this particular case, Mr. Roger Boole, Robert Boole, was not able to sue. And they said, nope, no, you can't sue. Justice Clarence Thomas writing for the 5 writing for 5 of the justices in the 6-3 decision said the court has only twice extended uh, the previous case that also uh, the, the previous case that limited your ability to sue the state uh, the federal government specifically which concerned the unconstitutional, unconstitutional search of a home in Brooklyn uh, most recently in 1980, in Boole's case, Thomas wrote, quote, the Court of Appeals plainly erred when it created causes of action for Boole's Fourth Amendment excessive force claim and First Amendment retaliation claim, unquote. He wrote further that courts should focus on a single question in such cases. Is there, quote, any reason to think Congress might be better equipped, unquote, than a court to weigh the costs and benefits of allowing suits against federal officials for money? In particular, Thomas wrote, the national security interest in border security distinguished the case before the court from ordinary Fourth Amendment violations. Justice Gorsuch voted with the majority but said he would have gone further. The court, he wrote, quote, should forthrightly return the power to create new causes of action to the people's representatives in Congress. But again, why would they create any new causes of action? Why would Congress make any motion whatsoever to actually endanger the jobs of these border patrol agents or other federal agents they're not going to make it easier to sue these people right Sotomayor, uh, who's uh, joined by Breyer and Kagan, agreed that Boole could not pursue his claim under the First Amendment, but she wrote that a Fourth Amendment claim based on the agent's excessive use of force was permitted by the previous case. But again, they were in the minority. They were the three who uh, who voted to let him move forward, but they lost. She wrote that Boole's case, quote, is a far cry from others in which the court declined to extend Blevins for reasons
1: of national security or foreign relations. It, it's funny because like, even the Supreme Court... Uh they came with a ruling saying that the cops don't even have to protect your constitutional rights. It's not that's their right. duty for that. It's not there to protect and serve. And that that's the uh, the Heian versus North Carolina. So there's case law for them to not protect you. And there's another case law apparently now that they could just violate you and get away with it. Yep, that's how it is. Uh, and yet they still expect you to pay for them. They still expect
0: you to bend over and do everything they demand. It's of not
2: you. an expect it's in demand yeah it's so not an expectation it's more the coming up demand
0: it's free talk live join liberty-minded voluntarists anarchists and libertarians from june 27th through july 3rd for the sixth annual fork fest at rogers campground in the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire fork fest is a fork of the porcupine freedom festival which sold out for the first time in 2021 fork fest takes place the week after pork fest but fork fest is decentralized which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, forkfest.party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at forkfest.party. We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party. Free talk live, phones are open. You can join us, bring up whatever you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603 In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Matt. And Joa, And uh, the Truths Max Trail Mix brand. You guys just got introduced to it tonight. We yes. did. I didn't ask you off the air what your thoughts were. So do you want to share your experience for the first time?
1: I liked it. You gave me the uh, Trail Mix Supreme, which is like the regular.
0: Yeah, they got two flavors. There's just regular, and then yeah. there's the peppermint
1: infused. So I was eating that and then swapped it with Matt with with the mint one. I like the mint one. I ate it all. Yeah, I some
0: mean, people don't, you know, some
2: for some
1: people it's not right.
2: Yeah, no. I didn't like the mint one, but I don't, I'm don't. i not big on peppermint. But the uh, the regular Trail Mix Supreme is delicious. It's killer. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I really
0: love Truth Smacks. I'm glad we got a whole new new box of it because I was missing having.
2: It. Check this out. The, the, oh yeah, on the front on the front of it on the front of the bags is Truth Smash True uh, Trail Mix Supreme, and then it says, "In a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act." George Orwell. Yeah. You flip it over on the back. <laughs> The men we detest most violently are those who try to tell us the truth. H.L. Mencken. And then it's got more like quotes down the yeah, line. It's like, like a dozen quotes on the back. Like These are educational snacks. These are what you should be feeding your kids right here. Not just your kids, but their friends and, their and, friends. Uh, yeah. and
0: anybody else. This is sub-
2: yeah. These are subversive little snacks.
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool. Uh, Suzanne, she's a former English teacher and longtime truth seeker. She started her own trail mix brand. She's making it, bagging it, and sealing it herself in a commercial kitchen in Naples, Florida. And She's calling it Truth Smacks because, well, you smack people across the face with, uh, with the truth. <laughs> truth Smacks. <laughs> you know, hit them through the stomach. Brilliant. And, oh, uh, good it, for her. It's pretty cool stuff. And the, the the quality is fantastic. If you look at the ingredients on the back there, you'll see it's made with all raw, unadulterated it's ingredients. pretty simple. Uh-huh. The real stuff, only food as nature intended. You're not going to get some crazy soy Uh, or whatever nuts, you know, whatever crazy stuff they're putting in some of the professional products out
1: there. It looks all organic to me. Yeah, even the 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 natural flavor, but... Even the oat
2: flour, you know, when they use dates and stuff like this, mm-hmm. they coat it in oat flour. Even the oat flour that they, they coat the dates in is organic.
0: <laughs> Everything's organic. She took her time to find good sources for products. Go sure did. Go truthsmacks.com yeah. slash shop. It's available in two sizes. You guys got the like the kind of snacky size. It's mm-hmm. like a three, I think, what, 3.5? Yep. Ounce. And I think they also have like a 10-ounce bag. So mm-hmm. you can get two different sizes, two different flavors, truthsmacks.com slash shop. She said she's going to be at Pork Fest coming up, by the way, so you get to meet her. I can't wait. Uh, in person. That's truthsmacks.com slash shop. I'm a big fan. I love some good trail mix. And Absolutely. This is fantastic trail mix. Plus, you get the benefit of the pro liberty quotes on the back.
2: Yeah. And I'm just happy to send money wherever there's like a liberty person right. backing it up. You know, if it's a good product and there's a liberty person behind it, that's where I want that's to That's a winner. My money. For real. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, the
0: number here, if you want to join us, it's 603-283-6160. Matt, you said you haven't been following the gun control stuff too close, but uh. you are aware that something is going down at the uh, the federal gang.
2: Yeah, there is a lot going on right now. The Supreme Court has the Supreme Court alone has a lot going on right okay. now. Okay, so. Any new, like this new legislation they're trying to push through, it's ridiculous, by the way. Um, they you
0: voted know, 226 to 194, this is according to Gun Owners of America, to criminalize disassembling, cleaning, and reassembling your gun without a firearm manufacturer's license.
2: I didn't know that part. That's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: gun Owners of America, I presume My they God. know what they're talking about, They
2: definitely right? do. They're fantastic.
0: So, absolutely insane. That That's is nuts. Looney Tune. But you were going to say something else, I think, about this.
2: Um, No, I would rather you went out. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. I don't even want to talk about it until more comes out. But the, the Supreme Court has several cases stacked deep, and some of them aren't even about guns. They're about other things completely that could impact the way federal agencies are allowed to act. In the first mm. place, including the ATF. the ATF, so the ATF could actually, depending on how the Supreme Court rules on a, a bill that has to do with something, how a hospital had to interact with the FDA at some point or something, um, it's going to impact the way the federal, the uh, all the federal agencies act in accordance with their regulations that they make up on a whim and how Mm. they enforce things and stuff, including the ATF. So,
0: House of Reps voted 220 to 207. This is reported as of yesterday. uh, To put you at a disadvantage in self-defense scenarios, your magazine would only be able to have 15 rounds, while, of course, criminals and uh, others will be disobeying that law. So put you at a disadvantage. Criminals th- and others. Yep, They voted 233 to 194 to pass a bump stock and bump fire ban. That's according to Gun Owners of America. They say that uh, they passed uh, 220 to 205, a bill to keep you from being able to access your firearm reliably in a self-defense scenario. When seconds count, your gun must be locked away. They voted 226 to 197 to ban straw purchases because
1: apparently they forgot
0: that was already illegal.
1: Straws? Are you serious? That's what you it says You could do spitballs. Yeah, you could do spitballs. It's kind of like a gun. What is a straw purchase? That's where a person buys
2: a gun um, for another person who shouldn't have a gun. Ah, okay.
0: Yep, that's what they said here. All of this reported yesterday at the Gun Owners of America, at Gun Owners on their Twitter account. They're
2: literally passing the same laws twice now. Right. They don't realize what there even exists already for legislation that is on the books. and Because there's before.
0: thousands of laws on the books already. They don't
2: really realize it. They're just they're Just, just do it balling. again.
0: That way you can get the publicity, right? That right. way you
2: can say you did something for the next election. It's like they've, they've got every... Every moron leftist on the planet saying we just want background checks for guns. You already have. Mm-hmm. You have had background checks for the purchase of a firearm for a long time, a very long time. I, I, you know, I think they're preying on idiots. I think they're. I think especially the left banks on people being morons, and they win that way. People are stupid. That's all there is to it. Uh the final little note here, they also banned voted to ban
0: eighteen to twenty year olds from having semi automatic rifles for home defense, while still allowing them to be drafted, of course, and sent overseas with machine guns.
2: And full autos and yeah. grenade launchers
0: and so, tanks. The question is what will happen with the Senate, right? So you get all these votes in the House, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, The House and Senate lawmakers were set to close the week without a bipartisan framework on new laws uh, regarding gun violence. Despite the flurry of action after recent shootings in Uvalde, Texas and Buffalo, negotiators don't have an agreement that could pass the Senate where any bill would need significant bipartisan support. The Democratic-led House pushed through several bills intended to, quote-unquote, reduce gun violence. Of course, we know it will do, do nothing of the sort including legislation Thursday that would incentivize states to pass extreme protection orders, whatever the hell that means.
2: But those Uh, bills... Red red flag laws.
0: That's where anybody can just make a claim about you, a former girlfriend or something like that, and then the cops come take your guns, right? Uh, But those bills have... You can relate to that, right, Joe?
2: (laughs) No comment. the fifth. (laughs) No comment. And
0: New Hampshire doesn't even have a red flag law. Nope. Uh, but those bills have no chance in the fifty-fifty Senate, where legislation requires sixty votes to advance. Now, this is something I just—I guess—I don't know enough about how the federal system works. Why do they need sixty votes for something to get through the Senate? I don't know either. I've never—I've never—I've heard, I've heard it recently. That's like you know,
2: Maybe that's it's the overturning a law. No, it's to pass all of this stuff that we're, uh, that we're talking yeah. about here. Are they? Just, have they just taken like? A, a poll ahead of time in the Senate to kind of get a feel for how many people are going to vote yes on this well, thing. The, the, and they find The, that the they're Senate's voting, uh,
0: you know, 50-50, right? Like it's pretty much divided equally between Republicans and Democrats, and they know they're not going to get enough. Like they got a few Republican uh, reps to to flip on these things, but uh, they're not going to get 10 of the Republicans likely to flip mm-hmm. and
1: vote. They, right. didn't, they didn't go to Jeffrey Epstein's Island or something. Yeah, right. Right. they don't have right. something on them. They there. don't have anything on them.
0: Uh, so right now, it doesn't look like they're going to get this stuff through. Although they're, of course, in the negotiations, they say here, uh, they're moving towards a so-called deal. So they may end up with some yeah, kind th- of There's going to be compromise. some kind of
2: capitulation going yeah. on there.
0: Uh, the number 603-283-6160. That's one thing you can say for sure, is you're not going to see an increase in respecting gun rights coming out of the federal government at any point. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here if you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Joah. Coming up, a horrifying near-death for somebody that was being hazed at a University of Missouri. We'll talk about what happened to him here in a few moments but we're talking about some people in D.C. that could use a good hazing. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, more the than that. politicians that Tar and feathering. are destroying your freedoms as we speak. They're trying to cut some sort of a deal to uh, crank the enforcement up on gun rights. And we can talk more about that as well. Of course, your calls are welcome. We're going to go to the phones and to your thoughts. First up, Dr. Piper is on the line in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead.
7: Yeah. Hey, uh, I just uh, a couple of things. One was the, uh, uh, the, the Olivia was talking about the uh, policeman and I'm, calling from knoxville tennessee mm-hmm. and that crash actually happened like about a mile from my house oh wow so, where where was it yeah. this, this
0: guy got t-boned uh by a cop at 90 miles an hour well th-
7: yeah the, the the major thoroughfare that the cop was on was called kingston pike and uh it uh the 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 person who turned on was coming from a side road and, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, no, no lights or siren. How are you going to know that thing's headed toward you, you know? Right, so and they're trying to blame
0: the the victim here. They're they're trying to claim that, yeah. oh, well, this guy just pulled right out in front of this speeding cop. But is it your understanding that he had the right-of-way and he was just going and he, yeah. he wasn't, like, blowing through a red light or anything, was he?
7: And, and the fact that he had—well, it it occurred at a red light, near a okay. red light. Okay. So um, I'm not sure, but uh, he— had no lights or sirens on and mm-hmm. obviously they the da ruled that that didn't contribute but he was also not wearing a seatbelt, and the driver that he killed was so wow. he should be written up for that at the minimum but murdering someone is also bad so yeah i just wanted to mention that real quickly and then the other thing was with the ufos our state representative uh here in in tennessee tim burchett has uh been hounding Congress for a while about letting people know what they know about the UFOs and the military and everything, but he doesn't think it's going to turn up much. He's also the same guy that uh, was really big into uh, Bigfoot and uh, was actually on an episode of The Search for Bigfoot, And I'm all tongue-in-cheek, I'm sure. As a politician, that's pretty impressive. Look, they want to admit
1: to inflation. Think they're going to admit to aliens? Yeah, Yeah, right.
3: (laughs)
7: Oh, and he also passed, when he was a state representative here, mm-hmm. um, He in 1999, he passed what, what was called the roadkill bill that got some chuckles around the country. But, uh, it, you know, he was like, you know, I'm driving, I pass four or five deer dead deer on the side of the road every day. I think it's a waste. People ought to be able to pick those things up and take them home and cook them. You know, cook you up a heap and help in
2: there. So, <laughs> you know, in in New York, where I'm from, in New York, if you hit a deer and you call the cops, you know, you're supposed to call the cops and hit a deer so they like put a tag on it to keep track of the population of the herd. And if you call the cops <laughs> and there's one nearby enough where they can get to you before you leave, they will ask you, "You want it?" Hmm. They always ask you, <laughs> yeah. "You want it?" That, that's yeah. upstate well, New York, well,
7: so. Now, well, now they've codified it here. You have a right to it. No, no, <laughs> no pets. You know, you can't do any any dogs or cats or anything like that but wildlife you're welcome to take home and eat so mm. there's that
0: <laughs> all right dr piper anything else you want to share tonight right.
7: yeah uh, yeah uh, two things welcome nikki back and happy bonnie yeah. day
0: it's bonnie day all right. oh her birthday well, you mean
7: her, her birthday so yeah many, a couple yeah. Of days ago
0: all right man hey yeah. thanks for the uh the call tonight right. I appreciate hearing from you let's go to bad slave he's in new hampshire go ahead
8: hi hey Listen, you guys were talking about uh, why uh, the Senate needs sixty votes. Yeah, it's because of the filibuster. Uh, oh. There's, a, you know, a, it's different in the Senate. It, it, it's kind of a, a break on if, if there's one person in the Senate that uh, that just vehemently disagrees with legislation as. You you've got in order to override this filibuster, Mm. you have to have sixty votes. Mm.
0: I see. Okay, so and the filibuster is where somebody just gets up and talks and talks and talks, right? So they can actually argue about these things, not not that anyone's listening. But yeah, what?
8: Well, exactly. I mean i i i'm I'm supportive of of you know interfering. Sure. I mean, if it it works. Uh, and and uh, I know
0: Rand Paul has been known for doing some filibustering in in recent times. So he's just, pretty good at it. Just to clarify, is the goal of the filibuster to run out the clock on whatever their current session is? Like they have to talk basically until the end of the 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 meeting or whatever. Otherwise, they could then just vote 50 I you
8: know I, the, the the details. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure on, I, Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like, you, you just got to stand up and keep talking, you know, Mm uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes they just get some long thing and just read it or
3: whatever
8: the Uh,
0: uh, filibuster according to wikipedia is a powerful legislative device in the u.s senate senate rules permit a senator or senators to speak for as long as they wish and on any topic they choose unless quote three-fifths of the senators duly chosen and sworn which would be 60 out of the hundred bring debate to a close by invoking cloture under senate rule 22 even if a filibuster attempt is unsuccessful the process takes floor time defenders call the filibuster the quote soul of the senate unquote it's not part of the constitution becoming th- theoretically possible with the change of senate rules in 1806 and not used until 1837 rarely used for much of the senate's first two centuries it was strengthened in the 70s and in recent years the majority has preferred to avoid filibusters by moving to other business when a filibuster is threatened and attempts to achieve cloture have failed as a result in recent decades has come to mean that all major legislation now requires a 60% majority to pass Hmm. so there you go Uh, Bad Slave, thanks for the call tonight appreciate the uh, heads up on that the number here is 603-283-6160 but again the question I guess that I still have is how long do they have to talk for I I presume it's just until they're done with whatever that that time frame is I've
1: seen it go like three days but I'm not really sure hmm. Uh, there
0: you go Eight, uh, uh, 603-283-6160. You can bring up absolutely anything that's on your mind. Joe, you had a story tonight. Yes. You, the inflation numbers are about to come out again, so we're about to see what the May inflation CPI numbers, which we all know it's government-manipulated, yeah. highly manipulated numbers, uh, but uh, they're still, regardless of the manipulation, they're still at record highs in the last yeah. 40-something yeah, years. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, how that transpires. I did just see in the news today that that New Hampshire, which is where we do the show from, has a new record gas price high of four dollars and ninety seven cents per gallon. So it's nutty almost to the point. In fact, some stations in New Hampshire are already above $5 a gallon yes. for unleaded gas, but now the average in New Hampshire is about to go up there. Earlier this week, it was California stations. were showing it close to 10, some of the stations out yeah, in there. The desert. You were there just a couple weeks yeah, ago. Nikki right? and I
2: were just out there. and What my, did you see? Uh, well, I saw, um, I saw a V8 Camaro that I had to rent <laughs> mm-hmm. that takes 93 octane,
4: oh. and
2: it drank gas like going out of style but i also had a lot of fun driving it but, but what uh, were you paying the, at the pump the cheapest i was averaging i'd say i was averaging averaging about 659 okay. a gallon interestingly i found 93 octane for 619 a gallon what a one deal place. <laughs> it was on a military base oh, wow. oh. 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 they just
0: let anybody on there
2: uh, it was, like, just Wait, Pennington. Off the base. I, I don't see. know. It was a military base. I also took a picture by uh, Vandenberg Space Force Base. That's okay. No, it's no longer Air Force Base. Wow. We learned. We saw the signs. like, what's BSB or whatever it was? You know? Space Force. <laughs> Space Force.
0: <laughs> okay. So uh, we know gas is up there, and it's at mm-hmm. record highs across the United States. And turns out governments have to pay for that, too. Right, Joe? What's going on?
1: So, yeah. Uh, this is uh, from theactivistpost.com. Uh and gas prices are so high, police told to respond to 911 calls by phone. As in, they're not <laughs> going to show up. And this is like, as the Supreme Court's taking your, your right to own a gun away, yeah. the, the they're cops probably not going to show up anyway, but now it's official. <laughs> yeah, or not do anything, because right. the Supreme Court ruled that too. You're probably better <laughs> off if
0: they don't show up, because then they won't shoot your dog or your brother. Right. Or, or maybe whatever. you'll take
1: responsibility to your own hands eventually. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But yeah, so... um. This is a, you know, go a little bit down the article here. According to Michigan County Administrator Nicole Frost, who spoke with the Detroit Free Press, the local sheriff's office had already spent 96% of their fuel budget with three and a half months still to go until the end of the fiscal year. Wow. Yep. So they're just going to... Just call you back.
0: Well, they're just going to need to steal some more,
1: right? So they can just steal Uh, some
0: more cars and houses from people and sell them and then use that money to buy some gas. But uh, we can talk more about it. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. Hour number three is on the way, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind here on Free Talk Live, the number 603-283-6160.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: Free Talk Live, we are kicking off the third hour here, and the phones are open, of course. You can join us at 603 283 6160. 603 283 6160. With you tonight, we've got Ian, Matt, here. and joa And you can bring up anything you want here. You can join us online, of course, over at freetalklive.com. Just had a gentleman call during the, the news break there. Uh, saying he wanted to download last Friday's show because we were talking about how the government gang has no obligation to protect you. And he said he was shocked and really fascinated by that show. And I said, mm-hmm. uh, you can just go to freetalklive.com. You can go up to the listen menu and click on our MP3 archives and then go back as far as you need to go. And I don't know how many months is easily accessible there, but you can certainly go back to last Friday pretty easily. And uh, grab whatever episode you want. Uh, But, uh, you know,
2: Americans don't know this information. They don't don't realize that. People don't realize the cops have zero obligation to do anything for you.
0: And unfortunately, they only usually find out when the pressure's on, when Mm -hmm, something is happening in their life and they feel like they need some help and they call the police and then they don't show up and then they get upset about it. Right. And then they try to file a lawsuit.
1: So I, I was saying and earlier how like, I started a waking process when Sam had called in. Yeah. Um, well, So before I got uh, arrested, which is expunged, uh, is that two weeks prior to that, the officer that eventually arrested me, he, uh, he showed up to my house. I had called the police, right? Mm. Because some lady let her dog take a dump in front of my house. And I was like, did you even pick it up? And then the next thing you know... She's getting out of her car, like slams on her brakes, and gets out of her car, gets right in my face and spits in my face. Wow. I called the cops. They didn't do anything for me. I was like, I was shocked. I was like, she just assaulted me, spit in my face. I'm like, I know where she lives. You can go get her. Like, you know, no. Nope. Did they even they go talk care. to her? Uh, They they attempted to go to the house that she went mm-hmm. Uh, and they asked for the owner of the car. Different person came out of the house. Uh, I ended up going to file a complaint at the police station, and you're like, oh, no, this is not a complete. You can't complain against this because there's nothing on the books that says spitting in your face is illegal. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah? And I, was, I bet and- if
1: you spit in a cop's face, they would find something. Uh, well, no. All right. So, the only, like, so at that time, uh, spitting only in a correctional officer's face was illegal. I was like, well, let oh, me- they would have I- found something. I- that's what they were saying to me. And I was looking it up. Liars. I couldn't find it. This is like the only thing that's like on the books. You know what I mean? But it's assault. It's assault on, on a police officer. That. Yeah. Of and I-, I just said to the cop that was telling me this while sitting there eating his donuts. I was like, well, let me spit in your face yeah.
3: and see oh, what happens.
1: Nope. You know, yeah, you're going to get cuffed and stuffed if that oh, happens. Of course. You'd be lucky if they don't beat the hell out of you. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that was like part of my waking process. Uh, learning that the cops are really not there for you. Mm-hmm. They're not a service to, to be trusted. Um, yeah, you call them in. It almost always makes things worse. Oh, yeah. That didn't help me. No. Wasted my time, so it was worse. Uh, let's go to your phone calls. Sarah
0: is on the line in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Sarah? Oh, uh,
9: I'm getting off the speaker here.
3: Okay,
9: thanks. Oh, yes. Uh, I just want to mention that did you know that thousands of postal workers here in America are attacked by dogs, Yeah. and they get yeah. hit and they get injured. Great. And so
0: <laughs> wait, what do
2: you <laughs> got? Stop yeah, serving then, us? That's oh, fantastic. What <laughs> do you got
0: against the post office, man? I mean, they're, they're just trying to bring yeah, your oh, mail. We just hate to Conan. You. Conan, our Tuesday. So night I have something
9: against, I have something against the dogs, and like you say, that it's. Technically, it's, it's a minor offense. I mean, the, the whole attitude—well, was it too bad, did you get bit badly enough? Do you, well, it's is, a hazard of the job. I mean, it, you, know you know
0: that's what's going to happen if you are walking around to people's houses. Dogs are going to get out. They're going to be yeah. not tied up or whatever, and they're going—some of them are going to be aggressive. And that's why a lot of post office workers carry pepper spray.
1: Well, see, postal workers—they—they they, there's good ones and there's bad ones. The good sure. ones carry treats. The bad ones carry the pepper spray. If there's a crazy ass dog that's trying to bite you, I don't know if pulling out a treat is going to uh,
0: change its mind right on the spot. Know. Might. I think I would but, uh, have both. <laughs> okay,
3: on hand.
9: <laughs> but I think our state, New Mexico, has a pretty bad ranking. I don't know what we're ranking is, but we got a bunch of loose dogs that run around crazy everywhere. You know, I'm surprised that I'm not. a uh-oh. Dogs are gonna bite me everywhere. You know what I mean? Because this uh, do you have, the like, wild, uh, wild... Do you
0: have a taser or a pepper or a stun gun or anything like that?
9: Not really. It's not so bad now, but it's actually a city ordinance. But they—it's one of those laws that they don't really enforce. Like what is that? Your that you face. have to have your
0: dog tied up?
9: Well, right, you're supposed to always have them on a leash. Mm-hmm. But I see the owners they. Bring out their dogs in the yard in the evening, and they they run to another dog, and they almost like tear each other up or something. And it's like, oh, I think it's time for me to take them back home. So, but um, yeah, and um, so I I think there is like a kind sort of a they can't fight you, ticket you, or jail you for if the dogs do injure the postal workers really bad. I'm just bringing it up because it's. It, it's a really, um, it's a big issue, and they, think it, well, they take it. I thought you said it doesn't happen theory. that often. Well, I don't know what the often is. What made you? No, what, what made hear. you
0: call in about it tonight? Uh,
9: well, it happened enough where um, a lot of people got killed and malls, especially out in the smaller towns. Killed smaller town? Yeah, they I got. Mean, most mold, people don't get,
0: die during a dog attack.
9: Oh yes, they do here in Mexico. I mean, they get pit bulls. They hit the major, major. You bleed to death if they get your arteries in your armpit. I guess your if you're leg. out in the middle
1: of nowhere and you get attacked by a uh, big dog. Maybe if there was difficult. like illegal drag racing going on, they could hit all these stray
0: dogs. <laughs> <laughs> While we'll
3: do the
0: <laughs> Thanks for the call, Sarah. The number is 603-283-6160. Good call, John. So, uh you know we haven't talked about hazing in a long time. You guys didn't go to like a normal college, right,
2: like with I went to no. I went to colleges that were so boring. it's not even funny,
0: so you didn't have the like the frat hazing stuff going on. God,
2: there? no, I mean, I lived in Ithaca, New York for a long time. Cornell University's right there, Ithaca College is right there, mm-hmm. yeah, they have frats, and
1: they're obnoxious. I was never a victim of hazing or participated in hazing. never did any of that yeah
0: i don't I don't understand the whole phenomenon at all it seems really crazy to me especially when you get stories like this, Uh, this is from the Daily Mail over in the UK but it happened at the University of Missouri where a a student, 19 years old, Danny Santulli, is now paralyzed he's wheelchair bound, he cannot speak as a result of the brain damage that he suffered last October he was forced to drink well, forced, he chose uh, to hang out with these people an entire bottle of Tito's vodka. And if that wasn't enough, he was then force fed beer through a tube. He proceeded to pass out at the Phi Gamma Delta frat house. His lips turned blue, but no one bothered to call 911. Eventually, some of his fraternity brothers drove him to the hospital, but it was too late to undo the damage. Did he get in? I'm just kidding. Get into the hospital?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not the hospital, the paternity. I'm just kidding. Oh, I see what you're saying.
2: <laughs> that's, that was my first question, too. I was like, that's come on, I Ian. Matter. Quit holding back the punchline, Ian. Did he
1: get in or not?
0: <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know oh, if we I'm get sorry. those. i forgive,
1: uh, me, forgive me, please.
0: I don't know if we get those details here from uh, from the story, but the uh, kid, kid has brain damage now and he can't even
2: speak. I'd say he probably that's had tough. brain damage to begin with if that's the type of thing he's willing that to do to make friends to and, you know. Like I, I get it. I know why frats exist. Frats are all about a buddy system going mm-hmm. through life. I mean, when you're a part yeah. of a frat, you always, you can always put your frat on your resumes and stuff. If you're in, you know, high levels of high echelons of society, it might look good. Oh, I was in that frat too. Oh, my grandfather was in that frat, and his father before him, and stuff like that. So there's a certain amount of network network ability goes along with that. But these days, that's totally unnecessary. Why? Because you can network with a million people without doing right, a right. yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, it has always just seemed like an excuse to party, but yeah, I've heard those those claims about, oh, these are your brothers, the, these are your yeah, friends. a good old boy system. Your friends wouldn't do this to you. Like, right? This is a sick, abusive system for abusers to take right. advantage of uh, people who, you know, they've been told that this is somehow beneficial for them. it's 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 horrible what happened to this this guy and now for i mean whether he's going to be unable to speak for the rest of his life he sure as hell can't do it now and he's in a wheelchair dude's got brain damage they're saying that felony charges should be brought across uh two of the frat boys specifically in this particular case uh the number 603-283-6160 if you've been involved in hazing you want to share your story you're welcome to join us here it's free talk live 603-283-6160 at 603-283-6160. ForkFest is coming up, and it is right around the corner at this point. Two weeks, I think, from now. Starts on the 27th, so just just over two weeks from today. Two and a half weeks. Uh, ForkFest will begin. It's the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival. That kicks off on the 20th. And both of them are happening at the same beautiful location, which is Roger's Campground in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. If you haven't come up to New Hampshire yet, check this place out. This is a perfect opportunity to do so. The Porcupine Freedom Festival is sold out for the second year in a row. If you want to attend that festival, you'll have to find a ticket from somebody that wants to sell one. And from what I understand, there are some people yeah, they're out uh, there that are doing that. You can go to the porkfest.com to learn more about that event. And then again, ForkFest is kind of like the, uh, the little brother, if you will, the, uh, the laid-back uh, competitor that happens the, uh, the following week. It's not really a competitor because it's not the same week. Uh, but it's got uh, you know, more of a laid-back atmosphere. It doesn't have as many attendees. Uh, so if you want to take it easy in the woods and enjoy the, uh, some company with some liberty-minded folks here in New Hampshire, you have a perfect excuse to come check out The Lay of the Land and uh, kick back maybe you could do a thing too like it's a decentralized festival so if there's something you want to see happen you kind of got to make it happen if you want you know like a karaoke you got to bring the karaoke equipment you know if you want if you want to do a a poker game you got to bring the poker table and the chips and all that Mm -hmm. Um, but those things will be happening i suspect although i don't know because we don't have any way to really know what people are going to be bringing to the table maybe you want to cook maybe you want to make food for people and charge a few bucks or whatever you can do that bucks
1: you mean gold
0: silver gold indeed and yeah people crypto, love that cryptocurrency especially gold bags. all of those big last year yeah huge party. you can go there and learn more it's june 27th through july 3rd there's no better place to celebrate independence day because they've got a killer fireworks show that happens every year at the hotel the campground there they've got it, like 43 years in a row they've had this amazing fireworks show you yeah. don't want to miss that Go to ForkFest.party and learn more about the event, June 27th through July 3rd. All you need to uh, to do to attend is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground. There's no tickets for ForkFest. Good luck show with up. the
1: motel room. What's that? So good luck with that motel room. What do you mean? That's probably all sold out. For ForkFest? Oh, ForkFest. Oh, yeah, right. the Porcupine yeah. Freedom Festival is completely no, sold yeah, out. No, the, good, the campground yeah. is
0: sold out. There's no spots available yeah, at yeah, all.
1: No, but but ForkFest, you should be able to find. Yeah, you uh, can get
0: into ForkFest. yeah. Uh, so if if you can't let us know, because you know we have no idea what the status is where there's no tickets, so we have no idea how many people are going to show up.
1: I enjoyed Fork Fest more so than Pork Fest last year.
0: It's a different crowd. It's you know, yeah. kind of a little it's a crowd. Some of the same people stay on, but some totally different people show up for.
2: I've been uh, doing Fork two Fest. weeks every year. What
0: year? What would say it again? When is
2: Fork Fest this year? The week after. It's just the week right after Pork Fest. That's 27, correct. Yeah, twenty
0: seventh through the third. Twenty yeah. seventh through the third of uh, right. this month, starting this tw- June twenty seventh. We'll look forward to seeing you there. I'm hoping to be able to attend. I still got to get permission from the court uh, to be able to remove this ankle monitor mm, before yeah. I can go. And that's I'm not going to have that court hearing until next Friday. So I, it's literally, if I can go, it's going to be like last minute. Okay, you can go. <laughs> and then I'll be able to uh, to head up there. Yeah. So. Kind of hard to make plans like this, but you hopefully will be there. I know Free Talk Live will be there, whether I'm there or not. aria's is planning on leading the broadcasts from the campground as she did last year, so we'll see how it goes and uh, keep you in the loop as it develops. But uh, make your plans at forkfest.party You can learn more about the event there. So we're talking about this hazing that uh, that happened. This young guy, nineteen years old, so desperate to have some sort of social status to have some quote unquote friends that he was willing to down an entire bottle of vodka, and then subsequently then they hooked him up with one of those tubes with the cone at the top or whatever. They pour uh, beer into it, and he funneled beer in uh, into his already highly drunken state. They say here in the article at the Daily Mail that he had a blood alcohol content of, was it 0.46? Wow.
2: That's ho- isn't like two really, really bad for like, yeah. physiologically bad. Yeah.
0: Four eight six point four eight six. That is more than six times the legal limit for driving. I mean, that is you
1: yeah. are near to
2: death. Yeah, that's poisoning. Uh
1: at really that bad. point. And and how, how do you go paralyzed? Is this like uh neurological damage? I would imagine. Yeah, brain damage. That oh that's a terrible way. That's a terrible Or when they're pouring beer down their throat, they might have
2: drowned them a little bit and had loss of oxygen to the brain or something like that, too. That's wild.
0: It says here that, uh, again, that he, again, he was at this fraternity, this big party. Uh, one of these kids has been charged with a misdemeanor for providing alcohol to a minor. Another has not been charged. The family did previously sue 23 people, including the fraternity, and won the case with an undisclosed settlement. They're now suing two of the individual frat boys in this case. And he is now monitored around the clock. He's going to likely need 24-hour monitoring maybe for the rest of whatever kind of quote-unquote life uh, he is able to
2: have. You know, I, I, I really want to feel for people like this, but I don't and I can't. Because, because you that stupid. He's just that enjoy stupid. This is Darwinism. Your Darwin Award, yeah. pal. Good for you. How many more? Anybody else want to step up to that plate? Because this is good. More, more is better.
0: I think it is still important to make people aware that this stuff goes on, um, so people can make better choices. I mean, young people aren't known for making good choices in certain cases, uh, and it's certainly possible that somebody who is getting drunk can make even worse choices in that case. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't get drunk really either. Though, yeah. So, I'm, I'm. well,
0: you're also not 19 years old.
2: Yeah, that's true. What were you doing then? Uh, um, uh, well, I don't know if I should say in the air.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a sad story. I, I, I'm kind of with you on this, Matt. It's like, oh, well, you know, he should have known what he was getting into and shouldn't have done this in the first place. But there are people that need to know that this stuff happens and whoever these people are in this, this fraternity, it's like. You don't want to know these people for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. They're not your friends. They're not doing you any favors. No. They're sick people who are just
2: abusing lonely guys. Yeah, right? they will probably grow up to be senators. Right.
1: You know the, what would they do? Is like they have hazing, but since you got hazed so bad, it's almost like well, oh, it can't be as bad as mine. It's gonna be worse. You know, it's like so they always trump it up and over Trying years. Try to amp up the levels. Yeah, it's just just progressively gets worse and worse
0: quote he's still not talking or walking he's in a wheelchair he lost his vision he hears us and he knows we're there she says we're not going to give up hope this is his mother who's making those statements his sister said uh quote it makes me sick to my stomach seeing the people involved that harmed danny walking around campus acting like they did nothing wrong
2: oh she goes to the same school
0: uh it sounds like it the uh, let's see, amended lawsuit against them details how they and others who were previously sued and who settled those lawsuits force-fed Santilli beer and gave him a bottle of Tito's to drink when he passed out and went into cardiac arrest. They finally drove him to the hospital. Now he's unlikely to walk, talk, or see again. His mother has quit her job in banking to care for him full-time. According to the lawsuit, the pair wanted to make the night one, quote, the pledges wouldn't forget, unquote, so filled the frat house with cocaine, marijuana, and alcohol. The new pledges had bottles of Tito's taped to their hands and were branded oh my pussies if they stopped drinking, according to documents revealed by the Daily Mail. It also claims they were under caution from the school for a previous hazing incident at the time. But school didn't do anything to stop this. And they had to sue the school. Now, well, they did. Oh, they did? They did. And they got a, they got a settlement. They got Undis, undisclosed settlement. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. You can share your thoughts And this is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here and bring up whatever you want. 603-283-6160. Do you have any experience with hazing? Because it's back in the news with a kid that didn't quite die. But is basically a walking corpse at this point. I, well, he's not not walking. walking. He's in a wheelchair and he can't speak. And uh, is probably going to have to be looked after 24 hours a day for whatever remains of his sad life after attending a hazing at uh, Mizzou. Which is what they call, I guess, the University of Missouri or something like that. Anyway, this can happen anywhere. And in fact, according to the story at the Daily Mail, it has happened... To at least a few hundred people. A few hundred have died. So two hundred people have died due to various different hazings in just the last twenty years in the United States. Of course, you know, there's always talk about how the school's
2: gonna make sure to crack down on this sort of behavior, but yet yeah, it just keeps on keeping on. And you know what, anybody who follows that kind of like if you can if you're the type of person that's gonna, you know, do whatever you're told in order to get into some kind of club. I got bad news for you. You're not leadership material. You're always going to be a you're follower. Always yeah, you're always going to be a follower. You are a loser. And that is a f- sad, cold fact. Uh, so start uh, banking on being uh, middle management at best, mm. uh, if that. Uh, and that's only because you knew somebody.
1: Aren't like the richest people in the world dropouts? A lot. Of Some of them, them, yeah. Some a lot of, of them. them are very like successful. Elon and, yeah.
0: Yeah. Was it the Wendy's guy? Didn't the Wendy's guy drop oh, yeah. out of Dave high Thomas. school? Yep. I think he dropped out of high school. Yep. So, uh, yeah, college, of course, is way overblown as far as its value is concerned. And as you pointed out, uh, Matt, these fraternities are even less valuable than they've ever been. Totally. Uh, but let's go to your calls and thoughts. We got Lysander Knapp on the line here, calling from Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Lysander.
10: Hey, how you doing? Um, I'm calling about that hazing thing because yeah. you asked me to call in if I had experience in and- my past experience of being uh, a murderer in the Marine Corps uh, mm. gives me plenty of experience with hazing. And uh, more nefarious than anything, uh, we used it to uh, weed out the snitches. Really? So we used it to make ourselves a better killer squad. It's disgusting. How,
0: do, how does that work?
10: Well, basically, you don't do any hazing that's going to, you know, get you busted down or kicked out, but you do enough to where you get in trouble for it. And then whoever snitched, you know, they need to go to Headquarters Squad.
0: And what is, and headqu- what is the, Headquarters Squad?
10: They just handle all the paperwork of the infantry battalion. So they're not really uh, out there fighting and doing the dirty work. Mm-hmm. So that's how we we use it to, if so if they snitched on uh, us for hazing, they're going to snitch on us for doing other things. Like war other crimes stuff. and stuff.
3: Mm.
10: Yeah, war crimes and stuff. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, oh, that's um, I'm, I'm not bragging at all.
2: I you know what? I have more respect. I don't I don't like military. I don't recommend anybody ever join a military, but I got absolutely not, and, and, and I don't like military people and I'm unapologetic about that. But I have loads of respect and I count them among some of my most revered friends, former military people who speak up about stuff. The, so, the truth about what that's off happens. to you, dude. High five. Just thank thank God there's some honest people coming out of there saying, you know, this, this is, is how real. really it really is, yeah. and, you know, and this is what we did, and so that's great.
3: Wow.
10: Yeah, so so when people go, oh, well, they're not committing war crimes, it's like, no, they called their squads to be full of non-snitches right. so they can commit war crimes. Right. Don't pretend they're not committing war crimes.
0: Right, and this is a thing that gets passed down over the years. Somebody somebody came up with this, and over generations or whatever, it's been a, a tradition, yeah, right? That's culture.
10: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hazing is like, it's expected. It's, it's used as a joke and a threat at the same time. Mm. If someone messes up, you're like, I'm going to haze you later. You know, it's just kind of thrown around laughingly. But yeah, it's pseudo like the threat, whole,
0: the, Kind of pseudo-threatening. It's a threat for sure. <laughs>
10: yeah. Yeah, I mean, they'll use it as a threat, but ultimately, like I said, it's just there to make better killer squads. And Man. that that's how I saw it anyway. Thanks and for sharing all, that. That's Anything, really all anyways? I have. That's all, all I have good talk. All right, man. Thanks
0: for calling and sharing that here tonight. I definitely did not expect... Uh, that to come up. Wow.
2: Yeah. Mm. I kind of did expect it to come up. I didn't expect anybody to call in and say it though. I I knew there's people I know that happens in the military mm-hmm. and uh, I knew hazing happened, but I didn't yeah. I'd never heard the reason The reason for it. it. Yeah, right. That's pretty fascinating, isn't That's it? That's way darker than And it than makes I tons it. of sense. It, it makes, does. you know, it makes all the sense. The world's uh, like, uh, you know, it's, it's self-regulation in a way. It really is natural I, self-regulation.
1: I would say in high school like the worst hazing that I ever heard of uh was that three hockey players sodomize another kid with a hockey stick oh my god
0: yeah i remember they all
1: got in trouble for that yeah i remember hearing stuff we had
0: a guy on the show back when we were in florida who talked about being on the football team and how they would haze people sexually in the the locker room all these real tough jocks or whatever they would
1: it's very i can't even say what
0: they were what they were supposedly doing
1: yeah it was terrible quite inappropriate
2: yeah it's pretty bizarre uh, but then, you
1: know, then you get all these politicians being hazed on Jeffrey Epson's island. Sure. Yeah. And they get video
0: of that, I'm sure. Uh, so just a little bit more here from the story of the Daily Mail. Quote, he was sleep deprived, was having to buy things for fraternity brothers with his own money, and was repeatedly ordered to clean their rooms and bring food, alcohol, and marijuana to them at all hours of the night. Wow making matters worse during the pledging process danny had been ordered to climb inside a trash can that had broken glass in it the lawsuit reads two nights before the incident he told his sister he'd had enough his family told him to quit the fraternity but he said he didn't want to because he quote wasn't a quitter
2: unquote
1: He probably got guilted into
2: that thought too. You know, he's an extremely dedicated loser.
0: Yeah, and now he has. Uh, now he's on. A, like I said, he's in a wheelchair and uh, probably never going to be an independently operating human ever again. It's just a just a sad story. And it's like, you know, kids don't go to college. Number one, there's there's really no reason to, unless you absolutely have to for whatever the you know purpose. You know, maybe you want to be a doctor or something. Right? Gover- yeah, government employee. You've got to. Uh, but if you can avoid going to college. Save yourself the hundred thousand dollars and or put more. it towards yeah and put it towards something if you've got that kind of money, you know if your parents gave it to you or something like that, open up a business or buy a house or do something that you know you, you can't live in a diploma <laughs> you can live in a house do or like, something with that or like money. some
1: of those guys that are in college for like ten years because they learn how to market the kids at the college that's the only reason to go to college to learn how to market the kids that at the college to market the kids yeah, you know like the drug dealers and that sort of thing oh okay. Yeah. I don't know if those are actually going to college. You don't have to go to yes,
0: college to be a college drug dealer.
1: <laughs> Just show up in, on campus and you know who to talk to. The, the most successful ones, if anything, you, they should be your friend. They're going to teach you something about marketing. Yeah, well, that's saying, real business. I'm not saying really guys yeah. go tr- deal drugs at college. But <laughs> you, you get my point. That like These kids have already figured it out. <laughs> yeah. They they understand economics early on, and those they're successful. Kids do yeah
0: (laughs) the ones in the fraternities they uh don't, don't appear to be the brightest bulbs in the basket no yeah so yeah i mean if you can avoid going you should avoid going and then do something productive with that time and money because it's all really overblown but if you are there man and you can't make friends on your own you can't go find an interest you don't have some sort of there's clubs or whatever right like you know go join a club and make some friends that have a similar interest besides just we're crunk
1: well, see, he every thinks n- that every night he thought when he was like cleaning their rooms and getting them whatever they wanted, he knew that like if he passed the test, he's going to have someone doing that for, the for him. him. Yeah. 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 That's the idea. It's yeah. a cycle of abuse. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh,
0: yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad I went to, uh, you know, only went to uh, community college and even that was a waste of time. So I wish yes, it was. I wish I could have those years back. But oh, well, what are you going to do? Uh, let's talk to Jack. He's in Washington State. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Jack.
11: Yeah. Um- yeah, I want to talk about supernatural things, but sure. with the hazing. We all did pranks, though. I mean, I if they're harmless. You know, Isn't that kind of like a type of hazing? Like, I put icy hot in someone's underwear when they're showering, and they've come out. It was hilarious and harmless. So isn't there, like, a line between that and... Yeah, you know, I would say there is a line alcohol? between
0: a prank and hazing. I mean, hazing is more of, like this sort of thing you have to pass through in order to get to this next uh, tier of status, right? right? Whereas a prank right. is just something that people do uh, to one another, and if it's harmless, then it's it's no big deal. Hazing, at least when it gets into the news, usually involves something that's highly risky that you could possibly you know, lose your life from or lose a limb or lose some brain cells permanently. But Jack, I know you had yeah. some other things to talk about here, so stand by. UFOs and such coming up here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. Sorry. And Joa's here from Breaking the Flaw. You can check him out over on his Odyssey channel. Just head over to video.freetalklive.com and search for Breaking the Flaw in the search and you'll find Joa's channel there.
1: I just posed a video the other day. So. Really? What What was it? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it's an interesting story. Uh, a cop was fired uh because that's unusual yeah <laughs> what did you
2: do and how do we replicate it
1: well uh, this could be a free speech issue but he did get tattooed pure on one hand on the fingers and then the other hand evil whoa what where was this um uh, oh, man i can't remember now uh, so not new hampshire I no it's not new hampshire I think it was decided the with There's like Chicago, Cincinnati. You okay, know, so one so of that. the big cities. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, there was enough outrage in the public to be like, wow. you know, this guy cannot be on the force. Like, he has already intentions of being evil. Did they find that he had some allegations against him at all,
0: or was it just somebody yes. didn't like his tattoo?
1: Yes, he had uh, the lowest possible, like, ranking before you basically either get put on desk duty or mm. fired already. So they were just questioning more about him, and his tattoos kind of revealed wow. it all. Um, I, would, uh, I mean, come on, what's the hire? Oh, yeah, you, you're, you're the chief, and you're like, yeah, you're hired, and you're shaking the guy's hand with pure evil on it, Right. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> They'll take anyone. Yeah, yeah I guess they're really desperate. Well, he was
0: already a cop, though. It's just he decided to get this tattoo while he was a cop, and then
1: they fired him for it. No, And
2: no, everybody who there who worked with him probably knew exactly knew. what his I'm deal was. I'm pretty sure he was already on
1: him when he got hired. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. These look like old tattoos. Wow. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many years he was there and before they blew him out. You know what they're offering? They're offering to get his tattoos removed. Oh, my God. Seriously? So he keep his job. So then he's I mean, he's do you not, not already know his intention? His intention who is already pure evil. Is it the police uh, union? I, doing uh, that? I think the, the police, yeah, the police union was offering, like, you know, you can get it removed and you can get back on the force. Wow. But don't you already know? It's already public yeah, at this yeah. point. But you know, well, they it's, all it's all about visuals. Yeah, uh, it's all, all about the think. optic, and they mm-hmm. don't
2: care what the reality is. Wow. You know, what's
1: going to be interesting is, like, what if he gets rehired, right? Like, the, like another department gives him a call and be like, hey, well, well, we need officers. Come on in. You know, that's exactly the department he's going to want to go to. You know sure.
2: where he should go to work? There's a uh, there's a, a small area right across the border in Massachusetts here called Satan's Kingdom. It'd be great for They need a cop down there. I think. Not, oh, really? There you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. why do they Kingdom? call it that? I
2: don't know, but that's it's weird. really what it's called. Look at on the map. What are you talking
1: about? Which town are you talking about? It's
2: right across the border from like Fitzwilliam.
1: Okay. And like Athol area. It's a par- oh, it's, oh. it's actually called Satan's King. Well, Lowell's is Lowell is pretty bad with cops. Maybe Lowell. Okay. Like that's not just what
0: people call it. No, that's, that's what, what it's the called. actual town name is. Bring it up on Google
1: Maps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Let's this... go back to Jack. He's on the line in Washington. Go ahead, Jack. What were you calling about tonight?
11: Um, just real quick on hazing. I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of personal choice there. I want to move past that. Um, first, have you guys ever played the Ouija board? Oh yeah. I played three or four times and I had 15, 20 religious, sober people in the room, teenagers. I was like 16. We could grab a pack of cigarettes, a book off the bookcase, set it on the board, switch out the users. And that thing was still. Picking the page, seeing how many cigarettes were in the pack. I mean, some supernatural stuff going on. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever played it and had similar experiences.
0: That's all. Matt, what was your experience with it?
2: Um, I, I've it was, never. Uh, it was
0: moving. No, not not Jack. Matt.
2: Matt yeah. said he did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've had. I've I've uh, played my. I don't I don't like those things at all. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, there's something to it, or is definitely. it just oh, another yeah, yeah.
0: person that's you know? No, 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 no. no
2: okay. I definitely think um, I, I definitely think there's something to them. There, they go back way further than Milton Bradley or whoever mm-hmm. you know mass yeah. manufactured yeah. them. I think it's um, I think those types of things are best left to people who are experts in the field of using the things, like uh, practicing witches and things like that. People who can not only open doorways but also shut them. Mm. I think it's uh. You know, I I just don't don't like them. I definitely don't like them being mass marketed. And in reality, you can draw out the symbols on a brown paper bag with yeah. a magic marker, and it's the same yep. thing. You know, draw draw the lines in the dirt and be the exact same thing. So and we burnt
11: uh, it, and it actually whistled.
2: Ooh, we put yeah. it into the stove. <laughs> Creepy.
11: Yeah, yeah and it whistled, and mm-hmm. it said it would whistle. That's why we put it in there. These are. Again, religious teenagers, you
2: know, yeah, it's a, like, as far that? as I know from 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 the uh, witchcraft point of view, it is inadvisable to burn a Ouija board. I myself have burned one as well, mm. and it burned mm. down to the last cell fiber of that yeah. Ouija board burnt to an ash, and there was wow. nothing left of it. Uh, yeah, I don't like them. I don't advise people playing with them. They're not toys. they're 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 bad. They can be yeah, very I- very bad.
11: I never messed with one again. I was reading an Archie comic. Keep in mind, I'm like 16. Mm-hmm. And I lived in a duplex next to my mother. And, and this is in Washington again. But I was sitting there reading it like a lazy boy. And all my kitchen drawers in this tiny little two bedroom duplex started opening and closing all by themselves.
0: Just because you were reading an Archie comic? No, we had all that. Uh, uh,
11: ouija board energy in there or something hmm. so, but this so was, was like this I, was I, like I
0: after you'd had you'd used the board you were then just yeah. later on
11: after we had burnt it and Whoa. i ran over yeah i ran over to my mom's house she lived on the other side of the duplex and i screamed like you know she didn't appreciate what i'd just gone through Damn, that's crazy I went, I went back to my duplex i opened all the windows all the doors to see if those cabinets would move an inch no movement to they opened, they closed, and I I think we'd already burnt the Ouija board, but we may have burnt it after. So is that
3: obviously,
1: awesome. I uh, I have a a friend that's uh, a warlock slash demonologist, and he was saying that uh, Ouija boards can't be bought by Milton Bradley, uh, and that can't be bought. Can't by? you can't buy a legit Ouija board? That they have to be really? built by a certain type of people, like a witch or something like that. I don't agree with that. And it cannot be touched by anybody else. Or it can't be practiced before. So you. So you you buy it, it's yours. You can't sell it again because I guess whatever conjurings that you do with it are attached to it. So if you try to sell it to somebody else, they could, you know. Yeah, that it little field people drop thing was I don't
11: moving know. on that board. Period. It was moving.
1: You That's know, crazy. I played
11: it, we switch up other people randomly. Just like people that were just like just showed up. All right, you go, you go you know we're testing it kind of typically typically
2: them. if the thing is moving like a regular dead human a regular human ghost uh they really haven't figured out how to use their their lack of body to touch things physically so typically if something is moving an object that is stationary in our world on its own it's some other kind of force it's something that's been around a lot longer mm-hmm. and has figured yeah. those those talents out the, the demon. I, I guess a demon. the
1: craziest Ouija board, Ouija board story I, I have is uh, I was going to this mill space party in Providence and they had painted this uh, in white paint on you know a big white floor. It's an old mill building. It's a wooden floor. Mm-hmm. A big Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And then this girl comes out with like sort of like this lacy see-through uh nightgown and she has roller skates on. And that's all she's wearing. So you can see mm-hmm. right through it. And she's apparently like, tripping hard on acid and <laughs> just roller skating around on the Ouija board and falling over, and they're recording where she's falling. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> this is weird. Wow. <laughs> there was a really interesting art gallery going on there. Jack, but. thanks
0: for uh, calling with the story. Very creepy. Uh, appreciate hearing from you tonight. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. There's, there's some things out there that, you know, you just can't explain.
1: Yeah. Some things oh. I don't want to tap into, so I don't, you know. It's like, I don't want to to talk to, like, people from uh, the death realm. I don't, it's kind of weird. Like, they're dead for a reason. Leave them alone.
2: I mean, I've talked to tons of dead people. Some, they're mostly just normal people. They're, they're just dead. Okay. But they're just dead. But some of them are crazy. Some of them are... So you can still be crazy after death? Oh, yeah. People are weird, man. And they don't mm-hmm. stop being weird just because they die. I figure. That's,
1: that's true, yeah. Hmm. You know. Uh,
2: Satan's Kingdom is an unincorporated
0: village in the town of Northfield, Franklin County, Massachusetts. There it is. Satan's Kingdom is 1.5 miles northwest of Northfield and is near the Vermont border. It's been noted for its unusual place name. It is named Satan's Kingdom after a resident of Northfield walked out of a church where a sermon about the fires of hell had just been given and saw a forest fire across the Connecticut River and observed that Satan's
2: kingdom was burning.
0: So it's not far from here.
2: No, no, it's really not close to far here. at all. We're really close to it.
0: Right outside of the, the county border, I guess. 45 minutes. Um, but it doesn't look like there's really anything else going on in Satan's kingdom. It's an unincorporated village, right? It's a great so place for a bad cop. Nothing there. <laughs> Just put him in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. Do. <laughs> if there is a cop, right? Unincorporated village probably doesn't have much going on at all. Right. Uh, out of time for tonight, but yeah, you don't want to be in... Basically, all of Massachusetts is Satan's kingdom as far as I'm... Basically. yes, yeah. as hell. Uh, out of time for tonight. You can join us online between now and tomorrow over at freetalklive.com. We're expecting to have Mark come back on, uh, let's see, Saturday night? No. Yeah, Saturday night. He right. be back, okay. so that'll be fun. Uh, we'll talk to you online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. Check out our social media site at social.freetalklive.com.